Welcome to Commagers. I'm Brian Costello. I'm Jim DeSanto. I'm Katie DeSanto. And today we are joined by two of our favorite uh, fellow podcast hosts. Yes. Same, same tier, maybe a slight uh, step above maybe the tier that tier. we're on. There's, we're, a, there's a tiered uh, system. Uh, more. But wait, slight. I want to introduce them several steps like above uh, us. our favorite top tier podcaster, Brett Goldstein. Mm. So I want to say in my best oh, British okay, accent, they are writers, they are lovers, they are drink crafters. <laughs> handsome boys. They are handsome boys. They are watchers of film. They are appreciators of art. They are our friends. What That's, are I don't doing? know. It's gone off. It's what gone off the rails. <laughs> this, make that, this makes as much sense as the plot of this film right now. What's going on Timmy here. and Mike. From hey, me and Mike. It, they are the hey. Doom Thugs and Harmony. Doom, <laughs> Doom Adult. Pop Meet Thugs. Meet them at the crossroads. There it is. <laughs> yep. Doom Thugs. Yes. Yeah. Um, pop pop Adults is a good pop, pop thugs. thugs. Why didn't we go with Pop Thugs? <laughs> Why didn't you change so it? Better. Just change Pop Thugs. No, pop you got to do. You got to do a Pop Thugs is pop, like something totally I, I wanna, different. Dude, I want a Pop Thugs T-shirt. Can we brand <laughs> that? Somebody make that immediately. Pop Thugs is is me, I'm gonna, Harrison, Mike, and Keenan, and we just talk about like video games or something else. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm going to start referring to Mike calls Timmy as Pop Thugs. Pop Thugs. <laughs> pop Thugs. Mike calls Timmy. Pop Thugs hot shot. That's amazing. <laughs> Thank uh, you for having us. I'm so delighted to be here. Well, if you sat through this movie, you you you. I already. You I just thought person. of the T-shirt too. It's just Dennis Hopper's face, and it says Pop. Pop thugs, hot shot. <laughs> That's pretty good. All right, That's pretty. We might. Good. We have never done. We've never done a t-shirt on. Like, You've never uh, done speed public. either. But we I would do probably, that movie. Yeah, this is yeah. a better idea than speed. Uh, yeah. Selling merch is another way to constantly be disappointed. Yes, I, I'll buy it. That, that is, is a very that fair was point. sage wisdom. I'll buy right that there. for a dollar. That is a fair idea. Um, okay, last time we had Mike and Tim on, we did Bull Durham. This time we're doing. Tom Cruise mm -hmm. in arguably one of his worst films. Mm. I mean, speak debate. for yourself, sir. Uh, <laughs> I'm feeling talking, Katie quite like this movie. We're talking, we're talking cocktail. <laughs> and I'm going to say right off the bat, before we even talk about drinks, there is like talking about this in relation to other like films as like a top tier film. And then there's, do you enjoy watching this? And mm. I think that will come up a lot, mm -hmm. but we're talking about cocktail. Mm -hmm. What is everybody drinking as they talk about cocktail? Anybody want to give it a go to start? Mike, I'll start. what do you got? Anybody that knows me knows that I'm a Coors Light guy and I did a lot Love of it. yard work today. <laughs> and there's nothing that tastes better after doing oh, yard work. Ice cold, I'm sure, ice right? Ice cold, oh. Coors Light. Brian Flanagan would have told you you're his kind of a woman. Yes, that's right. <laughs> yes. I'll stick with the brew. <laughs> is that so is that strange. one where it's nice and cold and the mountain appears on the can? Do you remember yeah. those oh, days? Oh yeah. Uh, here's the story. Fancy. This this can was in a so this can traveled with me. I got a 12er from Wawa, which you could do now in this town. It's new for us in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Uh, put it in a cooler, took it down to Middletown, Delaware for my cousin's birthday party. Didn't get drank there, came back, sat in my trunk for a month. In <laughs> the cooler? Out my trunk, brought it to the bench next to our front door, 
sat there in the baking sun Ooh. for a week. Okay. Rolling the dice here. Rolling the dice. Now, by the end of this episode. Her out today, <laughs> put her in the fridge. She's still good. A mere couple hours later. <laughs> good to go. Go uh, with cans. It's pasteurized now. Skunk's beer. That's impressive. I love it. You've Damn. also developed the uh, the monkeypox vaccine. Yes, right there. Yes, yeah, you've, you've killed yes. every disease known to man. What you're going to want to do is go to Walmart. Here, I drank this water. <laughs> uh, you gotta. I don't know. It does not translate on camera how murky and gross this water is. I took a big old slip. This. I thought it was my new water. This. Oh, uh, it's old water. Oh, that's the worst. Oh, it's uh, signs water. That's the worst. We did. Uh, swing signs. away, Meryl. It tasted like how I imagine perfume tastes. Oh. <laughs> Jesus. Perfume going in. No, no, no. Perfume going in. Sewage going out. Nobody drinks perfume. <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling Tom Cruise never had a sip of alcohol prior to this. Oh, he's 16 years old. <laughs> he looks so unnatural drinking in this movie. Uh, well, he yeah. barely, if you think about it, he almost barely, he almost never drinks in any of his movies. No, uh, I wish he smoked. Does he ever smoke? Are Scientologists allowed to drink? No. Oh, no. are they not? No. A, I don't know. They're not allowed no to idea. do anything. I don't know. Mm. That may alter their. I think uh, they're allowed to wear sunglasses. Their inner space their ghost clarity or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh here we go. Uh, Tim, what are There's, you drinking? I've Tim. made this before on the pod. I made my little gin drink, which is uh, blue coat gin, Ooh. club soda, some lime, a uh, little simple syrup, and then the kicker is the cumin celery salt <gasps> rim job. Just sprinkle a little bit of that in there as well. So cheers. It's called Love rimmings. It, it's called rimming. You're almost on vacation. <laughs> That's right. Tim. Yes. Timmy is one day today. Hours is from this, vacation. Uh, yeah. Is it Katie is as well? Me too, Tim. Me too. Is it this episode, then vacation? Uh, one more shift tomorrow. Okay. And then yes. yes. All right. Off to excited. I had a foot massage tonight in preparation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Not from Jim. Nice. Like some <laughs> random Asian man. <laughs> I don't know why uh, he's Jim still here. What do you have? Still here. He's waiting for his turn. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, the, Bel the Belvedere. My, the, if I'm going to have a cocktail, this has become uh, my go-to. And uh, my my gym. My yeah. husband was my gym. My gym. <laughs> we not say that again. <laughs> we not ever say that again. Uh, was kind enough to make it for me. Thank you. Yeah, it so, looks delicious. It's so good. It's he probably frosty. Well, it's probably another kind of. It's probably another cocktail. Someone's probably already made that, but it's basically it's so honey, bourbon, lemon juice, and ice. It's and some bitters. Go. If you listen to this show, you know this drink because yeah. it's a favorite. Yep, and I am going Tom with Major's classic with my current favorite cocktail, which is a Manhattan. Yeah, love it. Uh, oh yeah. Is that in your new special glass? It is. You got for it's your in my. Jim. It's in my engine room. My engine room glass oh, that have, Katie got me. We have matchy glasses. Yes. Oh. Jim and Katie so came up cute. to visit, and they stopped uh, at a great restaurant. Yeah. And Mystic. Mm. And Mystic. And I've been dreaming about together. the margarita that I had at Casa Loca. In, oh yeah, uh, we went out to somewhere around you. Yeah, Kate. We went out. Everybody <sighs> else had three drinks uh, while Katie took her time to eat her meal and. Drink I, had a, drink. I had a bowl-sized margarita, Timmy. It was the they largest They did such a good I've job on this seen. coconut margarita. I was nervous about the description. They nailed it. I think we uh, got it. a picture of it from the Yeah, we sent a picture. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, fabulous. yeah. That mm -hmm. It wasn't too creamy. Nuts. They had, like, <laughs> it was perfect. 
perfection. Fabulous. Yeah. I'm just I'm just been drinking already way too many red stripes. Beer. Hooray <laughs> for beer. Hooray beer. Great I, bottle. That, it's like red is a classic. Kicking ass. Yeah, no one does it but them. And it, yep. the label is great. There's something Salad that makes beer. you feel like you're drinking a beer from the 1950s, right? Yeah. Like, do you know what this is? Yeah. You know how and long I've been drinking no, Red Stripe is? Red Stripe was the beer I used to, when we would go on the vac- vacation, the Outer Banks, that would be like my beer I was buying because it was like a special beer. Because uh, all I ever drank was Miller Lite. And I was wow. like, I'll pay a little bit more for Red Stripe. Right. Now Red Stripe, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not quite sure what's going on with Red Stripe because <laughs> now it's about the cheapest thing you can buy. Oh, like yeah. they're like literally so giving it better. away. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, I, that doesn't deter me at all. I'm like, yeah. this means I'll just buy double the That's amount great. that I used. If you to buy. show, if here's a pro tip for any youngsters listening, <laughs> if you show up to a party with a with a case of red stripe, you're cool. That's a cool. I would be like. Because no one, be that no guy. one buys be it that for guy. their own party. Like uh, I'm buying the party beer. It's very rarely going to be red stripe. Yeah. Yep. You roll in with a case of that. You're a freaking winner. Yeah. Don't, say, specific. don't use a yep. racist accent. Don't do no. anything stupid. No, just, just my housemates were down. big red stripe fans. Do you remember? <laughs> yeah. They would, that would be them. Someone once told me stripe. you should always have like a signature cocktail that you like nothing crazy, but learn yep. how to drink a classic cocktail that is like, Make. Yeah, so like it's I've, like that I've thing learned, in entourage. I've learned how to drink many. many no, but like it's cocktail. your cocktail. Like you, how to make a cocktail. Yeah, like in, in in entourage when they go to the thing and and idiot asks for a Fanta because mm. he wants them to like remember him. Like, <laughs> it's sort of like that idea, but like you have to hit the balance right. Like showing up with a case of Red Stripe, it's specific enough that no one's gonna forget it, but it's also not like super elitist and ostentatious can i say how excited i am to make this statement not uh not less than a month ago i showed up at a party uh with a <gasps> okay. case of Brian, red epic. are you serious it's, yes it might be the coolest thing i've ever done epic. <laughs> clearly it's, i'm done this is i'm finished i i can't <laughs> i can't stop it i can't this- stop it. Uh, I, I did it it's it's a thing and somebody actually we just had a barbecue yesterday at my house who was at that party goes Red stripe. He pointed at me. He said, "Red stripe." It was memorable. They're enamored. Was he three years old? Why was, were there no other it, words? Was it Kieran? Yeah, so it was. It was it my was two red stripe. <laughs> Hooray but beer! Also, be warned if you're a dick at that party, everyone will then call you red stripe in a bay. Like, yes, mm-hmm. so you can't be. That's true. Red um, stripe here. Fuck this party sucks now. <laughs> Uh, it is time for the rundown, and I am I'm really intrigued with this because there was a a lot going on, but almost nothing going on in this movie. So I'm Weird. really intrigued. I just what stopped you the rundown like halfway through because it was getting way too long. Because there was a lot yeah. of plot so, lines in this. Just, don't mean anything. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get halfway through the movie. Okay, uh, Brian Flanagan is a kid with something to prove. After exiting the military with no money, no parents, no job, no college degree. Brian is bound and determined to make something of himself more than the bar owner that his uncle is. After trying his hand at college courses and reading every get rich quick book he can get his hands on, Brian finds his Obi-Wan in the unlikeliest of spots, Manhattan's TGI Fridays. (laughs) If Brian can back up his newly acquired bartending skills and endless charisma with some cold hard cash, he might just be able to make a little something for himself. That is, if his Obi-Wan doesn't turn out to be a Darth Vader instead. 
Mm-hmm. Ugh, I wish that had been the movie. Mm-hmm. I wish it had been. He was that, kind that of like focused, his father. That mm-hmm. focused. Um, all right. It's time. Grade of the week on a scale of A plus through Jurassic World Dominion. <laughs> we did not Where do that movie. That's we didn't do that movie. It, it does not matter. <laughs> I'll just. Well, I'm going to save the episode. What it's is the F. last? Don't oh, Father of the Bride. It. Father of the Bride don't, is worse. Don't right watch it. It, it. Because Father of the Bride is nowhere near Jurassic World Dominion. So I just want everyone, don't go see Jurassic World Dominion. Now airing on uh, early access. Um, Tim, where are you going to rank Cocktail? I think Kat had it right. Like, this is a C. Not a C minus, not a C plus. Like, it's just a C because, like, for some reason... A lot of it is entertaining. <laughs> it's not overly long, but it throws so much shit at the wall <laughs> and doesn't really deliver on anything. Um, I, I think it had some interesting things to say about like, you know, being in the biz yeah. when he's talking about like getting sucked into that bartender lifestyle of like you're you're drinking a beer and a shot and maybe more than that every night, and then you're trying to go to fucking class the next day and you're mm. falling asleep in class and like you're doing that because you want to get out in the real world because you want to gain respect because people look down upon you because you're a bartender and you don't have a college degree. Like there's something that they're trying to say there, but they don't really deliver it on on no. that. They talk about like they they kind of flip the script on uh, uh, gold diggers where. The men in this movie are the gold diggers. Mm-hmm. Lothar- uh, yeah, Lotharios or oh, very uh, good, Brian, very good. Would that would that would that be the term? That's Katie. If you're not so sure, just not, don't bring it up. Not a, yeah. They're not a gigolo, right? A gigolo does it for money. That, I'm looking it up. I don't know when when I did it, it wasn't for money. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> but also, like a man who behaves selfishly and irresponsibly in his sexual relationships with women. Oh, mm. so all men? Yeah. There's some nasty guys in this movie. Mm-hmm. But Sorry, then, Tammy. Like, every step of the way, it's like the worst possible scenario <laughs> happens. It's like he meets a girl that he's really into and they're they're banging. And then within a week, his best friend starts banging her. It's like, what? Yes. <laughs> okay. Why and not? Right? off for the rest of the movie. Never comes back. Never, Never seen really again. Seen and that was, what's her name, right? Uh, Gina Gershon. Gina Gershon. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and then it like, and all the, all the way with, uh, you know, the best friend, God, what's his name? Co- Coughlin. 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 He fucking commits suicide. It's almost like jump the shark after jump the Brutal. shark after jump. Yeah. Like, Brutal suicide too. It's not like, crazy scenarios one after the next without really resolving any of the other things you fucking set up so like i want to shit on this movie but at the end of the day it was still kind of entertaining right right like just a c c perfect uh mike what do you got i think i'm more in the c minus d plus range okay um i and timmy you didn't speak about it but did you have any prior uh relationship with this movie have you ever seen it uh, i only made it through to the point when second base with this yeah, movie i only made it to second base uh no <laughs> when he's uh he's hanging out with uh shu what's her mm-hmm. name elizabeth shu elizabeth yeah. yeah he's hanging out with her and she sees him go home with the other woman that's pretty much as far as i've ever made it through this movie Christ. and that's it okay so what this was kind of like a fresh else? watch yeah, and uh, uh, any I of you guys don't think I've ever seen it. So right. I saw the Beach Boys on this tour. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. wow. with, with Chicago, with oh, that my, a my, me, and my dad. I would have paid to be with the, were the Hooters involved. In no, the Hooters anyway. were not involved. They uh, played the tower. Thank you. Unfortunately, it was at the Spectrum. At the, the freaking Spectrum, Beatles and oh yeah, sorry, Beatles, uh, Beach Boys and Chicago together. That's wow. amazing. That's, that's a hell that's of a concert. This that is another is movie that I was show. allowed to have the soundtrack, but not allowed yes. to watch the movie. So I had this oh, yeah, that's on a, cassette. I want to talk about that later, too. Mm-hmm. That's we'll get into very, was this your first watch, stuff. Mike? Fresh, totally fresh. Okay, I feel like the fir- I feel like the first movie we picked that you had never seen was a better choice, which was Bill oh, Durham. Yes. yes, a little bit of a better uh, experience. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, but I had seen that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, we talking Tim. about? <laughs> no, Tim was the one who had never seen it before. Oh, yeah, Boulder. that's right. Yeah, yeah. Tim had never seen Boulder. Um, never confuse me with Tim again. I'll lose my mind. <laughs> uh, I, I had a relationship like uh, Katie was speaking about earlier. Like cocktail is just something that you know about. It's a reference you know, even if you haven't seen it. Like people just talk about cocktail. Uh, so no, never saw it before. Didn't love it. There, there's a lot of things I like seeing in it. A lot of, I mean, I just like the way movies from this era look. Mm. There's many great places I would want to be. There are many good looking bars in it that I'd love to see. There were people s- smoking indoors without a second thought. No, no, no yeah, thought no. at all. Re- reminds me of another era. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, you know, cop. Coughlin just smokes. That dude is a <laughs> chain smoker. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just so weird. And also, if we could talk about something for one second, I think at this point in my life, I like I, Tom Cruise movies are almost historical documents now uh, because how many other high level cult members are in this many movies throughout their entire lives. And you get to kind of watch 40, them. Yeah. 40 plus and be years. Like his through. And then because when some, sh- there's going to be a, a day of reckoning for the church of Scientology, a lot of information is going to come out. It's going to be incredibly fucked up. And then you'll get to line up the timelines and watch like, Oh, that's what this motherfucker was doing while making the firm. That's crazy. It'll be like a whole thing. There'll be a million podcasts about it. Anyway, write that down, Brian. Write that down. G- great movie pull, by the way. The firm continue. <laughs> Love the D firm, plus. by the way. Fabulous. <laughs> For, the firm. The firm is a B plus movie. I no. I was just saying D plus pull. Yeah, <laughs> I think it was Jim's joke. Continue, Mike. Sorry. And then I have a lot of that I, we'll talk about later because I don't want to talk anymore right now. Mm-hmm. But about the. Um, I just have a lot of thoughts about the people and the way they act in this movie, which is like less of a conversation about how good the movie is more about me thinking of these characters as real people. So we'll, we'll talk about that later, but as a movie, it sucked. Honestly, it sucked really bad. (laughs) It was a huge piece of shit, but for whatever reason, you're still somewhat drawn to it. I would, I would throw this on more than a lot of shit made today i wish like they don't make movies like this anymore that come out in theaters no this they would never stream her and that sucks i like at least they made it you know what i mean at least say this guy wrote this book that came became this movie and it's weird as shit but i'm i i still like it you know uh katie and jim uh, i'll go first because i kind of want katie to go after me um <laughs> 
if we're talking about the 80s, if we're talking about the 80s, she's lucky we're we're even letting her go. Thank you. The I was ready to be pleasantly surprised by this movie, and then you weren't. And up until the last like half hour, I think I probably would have given this movie like a B. Oh my god! I just for, choked for crazy reasons. Just, for crazy reasons, I think I almost just passed out. But the end of this movie is so god awful that I I have to give it a C as well. It's it's like, but the weird thing is, is like, I don't think it's just entertaining. Like there are actual parts of this movie. Like this isn't like like eye candy or anything like that, where it's like an entertaining just fun romp like that's not what i get from this but there are some like really compelling relationships in this movie that just kind of fizzle by the end and they don't like they don't build towards anything but like through the first two thirds it's like i'm like oh okay this is kind of interesting i kind of want to see where this goes and then then it just all falls apart but yeah so i'm gonna give it a c katie I liked this movie. (laughs) (laughs) I give this movie a B minus. This was, it was fun. I like that. Most of the people are shitty people, except for (laughs) Elizabeth shoe. A lot of shit. It feels very realistic. I like that. Brian Flanagan's uncle is basically right. I mean, he's crotchety, but he's right. Mm. He's like, you're going to find yourself with a family someday and you're going to have to figure it out. That guy was not right when he was the cop and the fugitive about mm-hmm. Richard Kimball. I can tell that's you true. that right now. He's right in this movie. He's though. fake Brian Dennehy. What's that guy's name? He's he's like, yeah, that's, he a is fake. Yeah. that's a great. Yeah, that's a great yeah. reference. Um, this is one of my favorite Tom Cruise movies. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Wow. Oh boy. Wow. Holy cow. I love a tropical setting. <laughs> I it's even, not. I, I love. I don't even know. I don't even. I, I might have to leave. Jim saying he I will love give this tricks. A B and Katie putting. I love a B like I love human trickery. I love like circus acts. I love contortionists. I love. The, okay. I love the bartending tricks. <laughs> Let's let Brian give his grade because I want to follow. I want to jump going. right into this as part it of the episode. It was entertaining because I will it, tell it, you. It, yeah, go, Brian. You give your grade because then I want. I want to go right back to what Katie's the saying. only time this ever happens. Uh, me, the Tom Cruise, not Scientology worshiping Tom Cruise, but Tom Cruise, the actor, uh, I'm going to give a lower grade uh, than someone else on this podcast for a Tom Cruise movie. I'm going to give it a C plus. I would give it a C. I gave it a whole extra half uh, bump up and letter because the character is shares a name with me. Oh, there you and go. That that's good. Yeah, that's that good. immediately yep. gives me. Uh, I think this is a film that. I'm kind of with Jim. There's like elements of it. I'm like, this could have been really interesting, mm-hmm. but it was almost like this thing where they're like trying. I don't know what they were thinking. They have like all these ideas. It, to me, this is an example again of an awful adaptation of a novel into a film. Like maybe if I read the book, all these story ideas make sense, but they like, they're like, we have to have all these ideas in the movie. It's like the Da Vinci code. It's like, oh, we're not going to cut anything out of this movie. We'll yeah. just like water it down a lot and keep everything in it. And then you watch it at the end and you're like, none of this makes any sense because 
it's all these like half ideas that are there. Like there's elements, any one of the elements they could have kept. They could have stayed just in New York City and like traced yeah. this guy rags to riches makes his bar. They could have gone to the Caribbean and just done the like interesting love story with like Elizabeth Shue and made that like a bulk part of the movie about him coming to realization of who he is. Is this your grade? That would be, this would be an interesting. <laughs> so it's so it's a C plus because I'm glad they kept it all. No, because no. here's the thing. I'm kind of like Mike. This is not like a good movie, but I would watch it over. Other I don't hate this movie. We've, we've watched movie. before. There are parts of it that are like genuinely interesting to me. I will say this. I was shocked with two things. A, I was shocked in my mind when I saw this as a when I was younger. I thought there was a lot more like flair yeah. bartending okay. scenes than there were. That's, I want to talk about that right away. And, and the second piece is I thought a lot more of it took place in the Caribbean in my mind. And it's actually, I, I, I research it. It's like 25 minutes of the movie's runtime. Yeah. So it's not even the bulk of what this movie is. So it's, it, I thought this is an interesting film for me because the things that stuck in my mind and it's not even it's it's not even a huge portion, really, of what the whole movie is. I, I want to talk about and to kind of kick off the conversation after grades, the um, how like so 80s this movie is mm. like we talk. We've talked a lot about movies in this time period that were like, you know, we did um Pretty Woman and a few Absolutely, others yeah. that are sort of like late 80s, late 80s, 90s, like you're yeah. like quote unquote Nirvana and, and Tarantino had not come yet. Right. To like w lay waste to this shit. <laughs> and, yes. Yes. and this, Very this true. is even more eighties than any of the others that we've done, but it also captures something. I think about the eighties that is more truthful than all the others, which is like, it was a, sh it was people being shitty pretty much all the time. Mm. And the amount of excess and, focusing on the wrong things like this is sort of faded and, and like you know when you're a bartender you should be judged on your craft of of making a cocktail right is and if you were a chef like it, it's hibachi right like no self yeah. no, no great <laughs> yeah. chef is working at hibachi mm -hmm. right like mm. it's like this in this is this is the 80s to me they're focused on the wrong thing like i don't want a guy throwing the bottles around and pouring me a shitty drink because yeah. they even say that that's what they're doing they say yeah, in the movie yeah, we're shorting, shorting the drink yeah. we're, we're making more money we're getting one over on the customer you want a good quality cocktail a good meal and anything else is sort of extra but if that's not there, you, you can't, it, it doesn't work. Very, so what you're saying is this is an yeah. excellent snapshot of the 80s. Yes, thank you. <laughs> I minus agree. The, minus and the cocaine. The homage to curly hair is, oh, God, I miss the 80s. <laughs> you I were mean, there for like a minute. They embraced the curl. People were perming their hair to look like mine in the 80s. No. It was yeah. Wonderful. It. it was wonderful. You know, I, you know what's great? And I love 70s cinema for this reason as well. New York City was a character in itself before the like 
Disney owns Times Square. Like, you yeah, not in this be, though. A little bit though. There's they just do a, it right off the bat, so but they never a, really. Yeah. And they never did. But you. But that's like about, the like, story of the movie, right? Yeah, right. they did. They like you don't like, deliver. That could be interesting. And then, and then no, like the idea, they actually have a really interesting shot where he is in like Queens and he's looking across at the city and stuff. I'm like, that's a really kind of interesting shot. and made me think of a movie that does a better job of it, which is Melanie Griffith in like Working Girl, which mm-hmm. really used the city and, and, and of this same time. I think it was even released the same year as this and used the city in a way that was even more interesting. Yeah. They hint at it, but then they they don't deliver on it. Yeah. And they, they like, they start to talk about what, what Jim's talking about where they're, they're describing how they're like, they're basically gaming the customer and putting on this abracadabra show. And that's what they're paying for. And, but then like, they don't really get into the nitty gritty of it. So someone like me who actually bartends can like appreciate it. It's like, mm-hmm it's kind of bullshit. Like Kat already talked about it. Like the actual flair bartending they're doing is not good. Like at one point when he's at that, when the two of them are at that like high end, uh, what the fuck is it called? Cell block, cell block, block. which we got to talk about this fucking bar. Wearing the prison uh, shirts. And then like, uh, but at one point when he makes the blue Hawaiian or whatever, and they do that whole little razzle dazzle, tandem making this drink and the whole yeah. bar is fucking into it just for this one customer <laughs> nobody uh, else when, is drinking when he finally way. pours the drink he smashes the tin against the fucking bar that's like bartending 101 you do not do that you will break the glass and ruin the drink and then when he <laughs> pours it it he still got like a whole nother drink in the fucking tin. Yeah. That's a shittily made drink. That's going to be God awful. Like you, you like, so that's what I'm saying. Like someone like me, I pick up on that shit. So like, you're not a good bartender. Well, okay, <laughs> so, but that's interesting to me. Are we supposed to believe that he is a really good bartender? Or are we supposed oh, to believe yeah. that he puts on a show? From from that bar that he's in, that's like a place that you're spending like $20 a fucking drink at. Okay. So Yes. Okay. You don't get that job unless you're top notch bartender. Okay. So to just that setting, I would say absolutely. Because I thought the whole um, the transition from him being really bad to kind of good happened like lickety split, right? Where like montage. Well, yeah. Right, but I mean, you didn't really see the struggle over montage. I'm saying it felt very fast. By the way, Tim loves what I'm saying. He loves it. It went very fast. His learning curve seemed swift. But do you know what's Um, interesting? I didn't believe that that? he was an actual like really good bartender. No, I think he was supposed to be great. And this goes to like the 80s that loved montages, but it's also weird. Like Tom Cruise was in a run of movies with montages because we all know you love Tom Cruise, Brian. But he did the the Top Gun one. And then he does what I said about Tom Cruise. No, no, no. That's the Scientology stuff. He became a Scientologist during this filming. This is historic. He was around too much alcohol. Yeah, the alcohol Alcohol yeah. made him. Yep. No, his wife at the time, Mimi, uh, was Mimi Rogers, and her uh-huh. father was best friends with 
the man, the well, myth, the legend, L. L. Ron, Ron Hubbard. Hubbard. I was going to say, so he close. probably, the commercials were probably on the TV. Dianetics. At, at, at what, TGI yeah. Fridays. Very good. Yes. I remember those commercials as a kid. All they the were time with the, the, the volcano. I was like, what fucking uh, movie is this? And yeah, it was like I a book. It, I was like, fuck yeah. you. They're not reading that. I don't remember <laughs> that at all. Oh, dude, you got to look up. You go down You're too do young. YouTube, do a YouTube search of Dianetics. It, Jim's right. It, used it to was be on all the time. They were trying to recruit me. Didn't That's work, but he did. I don't read. And Long time. I don't know. The only reason <laughs> I brought the montage piece is because it was also done in Days of Thunder, which was not long Ugh, after that. That's a shitty movie. movie. But I'm going <laughs> to. But it was just interesting. It's like that in the 80s and late 80s in particular, they loved using that. It's like yeah, you Rocky don't have to have a character. You don't have to have character development. Just give me a montage with some music and some quick cuts and everybody's going to be fine. They do it later in the movie where all of a sudden they kind of casually drop that he's been in the Caribbean for two years bartending. I've been here for two years. You go for these like this is supposed to be this great idea. And all of a sudden we haven't seen him in like the next cuts. Like, oh, I've been here for two years. Yeah. And it's like, okay, I guess I'm supposed to believe that. Like, what has happened to your character in these two years? That Let's talk about the women in this movie because they're outstanding. On. One second, one second, one second. I want to <laughs> j- just on that, on that, I want to uh, uh, c- agree with you, Katie, that it did seem instant. And I watched this twice in like a week. Wow. I don't remember the montage. So yeah, there's not really a montage. A I don't remember effect. a montage. There's just there's just multiple scenes cut together. I remember him, like, the scene like, with him very overwhelmed crazy. with everybody asking for yeah. drinks. And then yes. what I found interesting but, is they pair that then with these scenes where he's like making the two of them are just making one drink and just making everybody wait. So the solution <laughs> to not being able to meet the demand yeah. is to just really take your time with one drink and he's reading a book <laughs> trying to figure out what yeah. drinks are. So, so i've been also, there i've been there like that scene of all of the customers and the servers yelling at him with all their drink orders like i've been there i, I get it that's realistic the drink orders they're giving him are fucking absurd like mm-hmm. i have like a like a whole list of like quick uh notes bar drinks of your grasshoppers and your slingshots or wherever the fuck some of the Singapore names they're throwing sling. out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Some of the names they're throwing out, I've never fucking heard before. But wasn't and that they, the point, Tim? That she was he, fucking That they were him. giving him a hard time? Yeah, so mm, he looked it up and he, he said, said, he said, he said why didn't you just tell me it was, it was a rum and coke. coke? I know what a Cuba Libre is, and I know that that's a rum and coke. Okay. Uh, a Cape Cod is a vodka cranberry. cranberry yes. yeah, yeah. But like those, I actually know. Like some of those other ones were like the customers throwing them yeah. out, and yeah. I've never fucking heard. But of aren't them. you like, supposed they, to get the impression that they're doing the same thing? Or I don't know. No, no, no. not at all. Like there was an actual. What I liked I, about it, I felt like in that scene there was an actual choice in terms of like the framing close up. Like there was actually some interesting like film. I mean, it feels choices. frenetic. Why like I, I was feeling it for him. Like <laughs> yeah. this is yeah. super stressful. Well, like, I think, I, I think a lot of those shit with him there. Yeah. You may as well be like a, a trauma surgeon. Like that's how that yeah. felt. I like, think those kinds of life or death. The, like that yeah. feeling made me sick. <laughs> yeah. like, stop yelling at me. Yes. Yeah. Make like God those kinds of, those kinds of drinks, those kinds of drinks still exist at like places like Fridays and, and though like you know applebees and places like that but i think like most serious you know quote unquote like foodie restaurants would be more classic cocktails and twists on like classic cocktails now babe what are you talking about no yeah just 
The point I was trying to get at, though, is that I, I think this also kind of to Jim's point encapsulates a time period yes, where it was, was cool saying. to walk into a bar and, and throw so. out the most obscure goddamn yep. drink. Yeah. It just doesn't happen anymore. So I, oh, you're, it, it's, well, it goes to the this yeah. movie just doesn't age well. It's, it's an attitude. Yeah. Right. I, this was, is the, what you're you're yeah, right. Great right? is good. This is Gordon Gecko. Like you being a yeah. dick is the yeah. way yes. to make yourself popular. It's like and, leveling up on somebody. Right. Well, yes. Seeming like you have some knowledge that somebody yeah. else does not have. But, yeah. yeah. But that's to Mike's point, which I think is really interesting to have. I mean, a person who stars in all these movies and of every decade, like you can actually see this and be like, no, this is, you know, in the 80s, you might have been watching it and been like, oh, it's just a standard movie. Now you're sitting watching it like, holy hell. This it's is, not, it this doesn't is feel like a time period like, piece. Yeah, really, I mean, it does. Were? Yes. Yeah. And, yeah. and there's just, I don't know. I, like, I completely agree. The story never really comes together. Mm. <laughs> it goes off in tangents. <laughs> but I am in for this film. Like, I do I, like the fact I, that everyone's shitty. Yes, it, it makes feels, it, it that feels, part real. feels real. Even yeah. to, and and like the what's the mentor's name? Coglin. Coglin. Coglin's fucking Douglas. little advice. That all that all feels very real. Like the you know what happens. I love the perspective of the bartender. Like what the bartender sees, what the bartender mm. receives, mm. and that all felt very real. Like all this, of the things that sort of like come at them. I you feel know, like this movie might have come. <laughs> this movie might have come almost a, f a few, two years early, because you start to get into the early 90s with Tarantino and stuff like that, where they're willing to just have shitty characters and mm. be dark movies. Like, we're still in the 80s where everything has to have a happy ending and you have to have... I feel like if this was like 92 or 93, they came out with this movie might have been even way more interesting because they just would have stripped away a lot of the... Maybe they would have stripped away a lot of the, oh, it's got to end with a happy ending and they have to, we have to try to make them kind of be good people in the end. Yeah, you can well, push uh, this movie very dark mm -hmm. easily. Yeah. I think Coughlin. And by the way, this had a suicide in it. So which is very dark and actually, which, which to give you an idea that this intrigues me about this movie. I, I feel like this is one of those movies where they weren't sure what they had. And I'm really intrigued of how many different edits there were of this movie, because there were parts that were a lot darker and the suicide is one of them. And it actually ties into one of the parts of the movie, which I thought was really weird. So Coglin kills himself, but if there's a scene where Tom Cruise and him are sitting on the boat, yeah. drinking that insane bottle of Remy Louis. Trey or Louis yeah. Trey. Yeah. Louis and Trey, baby. So that's what and I then drink. he he passes out and he drives uh, Kelly Lynch, who's his Doug's wife home. And there's this whole thing where he, he goes yeah. back up with her and kisses her. And you're kind of like, why is he doing this? They wrote this really dark thing where Doug Coglin says to him and they cut it out. They're like, oh, this is too dark. He's like, I tried to get with Elizabeth Shue. I tried to sleep with her and they're like, no, this is too dark. We, nobody will care. He killed himself if he did this. But then you watch it and you're like, he, Tom Cruise has just not learned anything. So he's, he's supposed to be with, he's, <laughs> he's supposed to be, he, he sleeps with another woman with, and then that's what chases Elizabeth shoe away. But in the final third of the movie, we're supposed to be like, he's learned his lesson. He wants to be with her. All he's turning his tide. Then all of a sudden he's now going upstairs with his best friend's wife and is going to be okay with this. And the only thing that makes that make any sense is that 
in the scene before, you know, Coughlin's supposed to said, I did the same thing to you again. I, you know, I, I tried to sleep with your girlfriend mm. and they cut that out because they thought it'd be too dark. And I'm like, that's too dark with all the other shit you have in this movie. This motherfucker Coughlin. I got to talk about him. He's been yeah, on my mind do it. all week. I, I want to yeah, compare deep, him to Crash deep Davis. Dive, deep I dive into him. this mother. He is a type of person that he is the most real character. Yes. And a truly evil type of person that exists that you will meet in your life. And you must be wary of them. Younger people, young, it's young humans, That's of, of like a, <laughs> a cautionary of, tale from uncle Mike. Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> like, like an older generation, right? Not of your generation that you don't know. You meet this guy and he's, he's constantly, he's a smart ass. And also something to be wary of is accents will make you think someone smart. No matter what, <laughs> don't fall for that. Talks about himself in third person. Stay away. Oh, another red. Like he's Stay away. Such, but and, and when you step back and examine it, what? Where's Coughlin's other friends? Where's his family? Yeah. Where's this guy? Talks like he has it all figured out. Every time you bring up a plan about you bettering yourself, he shits on it. He's trying to keep you on his same level and not see you succeed. Why? Why is someone that much older than me trying to keep me down on his level? That seems weird, but he's so charming. He's so funny. He's joking all the time. We party. Maybe he's right. Oh, he's always ragging on everything I do. Why? He's a loser. He's a fucking <laughs> loser. Stay away from people like this. And then he fricking you tell him to his face that you're crazy about this girl. Yes. Oh, I love her. And, and what's uh, his I response? think I'm in love. And he's like, no, you're not. No, that love doesn't exist. Oh, I'm sorry. All, all women are evil. Did, did you know that? Give them crabs. That's just, did you really give people crabs? That's disgusting. <laughs> sorry, there's a moth. Let solid fly by your head. That <laughs> <laughs> he sleeps with her. He makes out with her. And then he comes. Okay. Two years pass. He tracks you down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that's the weirdest shit. You leave the country, you're building your new life. You know what I mean? You're following your dreams that he shit on constantly. And he comes in back into your life after two years. Doesn't apologize <laughs> for what he did to get him out of your life initially. And you're called like best everything's friend. normal. Like, yes. that, everything's normal. No. That's your best friend. You haven't. <laughs> You don't have any other friends that you like more than this rat, <laughs> this absolute monster that gets what he wants, gets his million, his riches, and then is a huge loser because it's in his heart. He's just a bad guy. Now, maybe he does say at the end, you were right. Guess what? That don't mean a hill of beans if he's ruined your life on multiple occasions. You don't get multiple. out of all that just yeah. by saying, yeah, hey, multiple, man, fair, very multiple. you were right for reading those books. Sorry for trying to uh, ruin your life all the time just so I could have a young person think I was cool and keep him on my level of shit. You know what I mean? He's constantly when you're like, uh, I'm fine with the brew weird line weird thing to say you don't look natural <laughs> drinking but then to pressure him instantly into doing shut young people these are beer, signs beer stay away from listen to uncle like mike this. 
Very bad. Mike. Very bad. And this is a very real person. This is like the most fleshed out real character. And the actor doesn't do a good job. This is all work I'm doing for the movie. <laughs> Beer is for breakfast. Around here we drink. You. Um, no, I totally agree. And I think it's it's um it's a good like character well, study of a person you could find in any kind of arena, right? Well, Where the last movie we did about with these guys. power. It's yeah. the same relationship. Think of Crash Davis and Nuke mm-hmm. from Bull Durham. Like, Crash is... He's not it, as much of an asshole. No, he's no, not no, an no. asshole at all. He's a good person at his heart. He's dealing with, like, his own growing up, right? Like, he's trying to figure out the best advice he can pass on to this kid. He's trying to do it in the best way possible. And throughout the rest of the movie, he realizes, like, holy shit, I did a lot of this shit wrong because I was too concerned with, like respect for something that doesn't respect me back so like he tells nuke at the end fuck this game go out there and do what you want to do don't hold yourself to these rules that i've been holding myself to and holding myself back and this is sort of like it's just crazy when when i watched this movie and we started i was like holy shit when i started thinking about bull durham it's like almost the same movie but bull durham is such a better character analysis of like the b- both of them right like both of them dealing with their shit whereas like in this movie neither of them deals with their shit and <laughs> by the end do we honestly think things are going to turn out well for flanagan well and well, so there's an interesting thing there too in that comparison because it's like at least in bull Durham, kevin costner is doing what he loves and so even though he doesn't make any money to do it he's doing the thing that he loves but at the end do he's get- happy yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Do we get the impression that Coglin is like, I just really love bartending. I, think, I just and really also, love I think it. Crash is like begrudgingly trying to like he hates everything about the uh nuke. Guy, nuke but and yep. but he's begrudgingly uh, even if he doesn't want to, getting him to a better place in his life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, like, right, you know exactly. I mean? Like he's being a dick about it, but he's like, I was brought in here to get this guy to the majors. I'm going to do it, obviously. Um, whereas Cough- Coughlin is like, I'm going to tell you that I'm making your life better just so you'll stay here with me. Right. Just yes. so you won't actually do the things that you are saying you want to do to improve your life. Yeah. Stay in the that. purgatory. And the, and the only, the only level up, you know, the idea of like finding money is find a rich woman yeah. to right. sleep with. Right. Whatever, like whatever. it couldn't be like, find some investors, Holy shit, the drunk like, scene. go f- like f- find a patron who yeah. like no. really yeah. believes in you. And you Usually know, like, not a g- great idea to listen to someone who tells you not to read a book and educate yourself. Exactly. Oh, what are you reading a exactly. book for? That's another fool? good lesson for these yeah. days. Yeah. Stop these reading times. Reading a where, yeah. You should stop reading a book and wear my make America great. Hat. Listen to Fox <laughs> News. Put this one on. You'll also, be fine. Also a guy who you've seen numerous times pour a beer, tomato juice, <laughs> vodka, and a fucking raw egg. That is. Oh, and just God. like chug that. That's straight oh, testosterone, Timmy. That's I just, I look at that and I'm like, that's a man. That's who you want to take <laughs> that's a man. advice from? Man yeah, eats like, raw God. egg. Right. Mm. And just be clear. It, I this is not a anti bartender at all. This is like a, like there are l- 
uh, bar- bartenders that are bartenders their whole lives. And that's a great living. And, and they're God happy. Bless. No, again, yes, for sure. Like, this absolutely. is about a guy being like, I'm doing this part time to get out. Yes. And he's being and he, like, let's yes. be clear. He wasn't a good bartender. He's a piece of shit. No, he's not enjoying his life. He hasn't done anything until Tom Cruise comes along. Tom Cruise is the reason. You can't be a good bartender if you hate the patrons, right? Like that's right. Like that has to be cheat them out of their money. I mean, that's not that's not even unique to bartending. You're more concerned with making TGI Fridays their money. Yeah. (laughs) Anybody that has we're gonna get get some money for TGI Fridays. Anybody that offers any kind of service, if you hate your customer, you are not gonna be good at your job. Yeah. (laughs) Not to defend this movie, but I think they were trying to show you can that that Coglin is is representative of what Tom Cruise would have become Mm -hmm. if he wouldn't have stuck to his guns and kept reading the books and very true sticking to his dream and becoming a millionaire, you know, that kind of thing. And been vulnerable, Timmy, yeah. and opened his heart. Not taking yes. $10,000 And not cared about the money, yeah. the $10,000 yes. of the millions this that this man gone, owns. This all would have gone better if they had read, been reading Battlefield Earth or Dianetics. He <laughs> <laughs> had gone clear, this probably, all his problems would have been solved. This and, is absolutely uh, a Scientology movie. movie. A better place. Yeah. I read on IMDb that uh, Tom and Mimi were apparently fighting a lot during this movie. She was probably like, just ask the director if Dianetics could be one of the books you read. Just ask. <laughs> just do it. I can't just ask. Just do it. You're, you know what you're asking me to ask? He's like, just ask. Just do it. Could you imagine? That's what he pulls out from behind the bar in the in uh, Jamaica, and, and Coughlin's in like, fact, "What yeah. the fuck?" In fact, this two years has been crazy. Okay? <laughs> Let I me tell now, you about the volcano. Uh, I, L. Ron I, I now sitting at the bar. Of a volcano alien, <laughs> yeah. and I am here to save the world. Uh, can we talk about? Elizabeth Shue. Yeah, she's great. Please do. Radiant. Because let me tell you something. I'm not, and this hit me as I'm watching this movie and thinking about some of other stuff. I'm not sure there's a better representation of like what an image of an all American girl would be than Elizabeth Shue in the mid to late 1980s. I don't know what that means, but if you're saying saying is that she is a believable human, then yes. But I mean, there's like everything about like, she just looks like a person you would know that you'd want to be a right. I I don't. I mean, if you look like us, she looks like someone we would know, but there's a whole, there's a lot of other people that would be like, nah, man, hanging out with us. She still looks like Cindy Crawford. That's true. <laughs> but my point is, she like the way she. I no, don't know I meant she's white she just I, she, acts, oh, yeah. she acts the heck out of this movie. Yes, I meant white people, I, She's she's wonderful, <laughs> and she she stands up for herself, which you don't always see in an eighties, you know, comedy. And, and she's you hot. Immediately in fall too. in love with her. Yeah, hot. Like when she's at the bar. You're with Tom Cruise. You're head over heels, like. Yep. And then they have this great rope, and he throws it away for a bet. Yeah, no. But again, I kind of like that he's just a shithead. Like, Uh, I mean, you know, like yeah, but this doesn't make so like again doesn't make much sense in in this movie. I'm guessing at that point he's between 25 and 30. 
Yes. Yeah, I guess. Sure. Yeah, right? Yeah. Like, again, like... We've left out the whole right. part that he's in the military at one point. Yeah, let's not even talk about that weird opening scene. Because they forgot the, that storyline. What the story fuck line. was that? That was gone within 10 I minutes. I thought he was going AWOL, by the way. <laughs> I thought he got them all drunk. And they, like, and they, they drove them. Yeah, I thought they, they were, like, going to do something. I thought they were chasing a girl on the bus. Anyway, who in you could? I'm obvious. I just got out of the army. You're going to let me ride the bus for free, okay? <laughs> these people have tickets. There's but no the, seats. <laughs> the, <laughs> no, he's talking to the kid. My leads watching the movie. This is like who's fuck? She said, "Who's fucking kid is that?" Yeah, it's the, the way it's cut. It's like wait. That's so. Listen, that opens the door for there to still be a cocktail too. He's that kid. Well, thank you. Hold on, Katie. I have a cocktail too. Brian Flanagan, uh, where cocktails and dreams is hit a hit a bit of a rut going out of business. Who shows up? John Taffer. There we go. John Taffer goes to cocktails and dreams. But but it's that closes because that idea of like him being that age makes it weird, right? So like if this is it's the same reason why I can watch American Pie and be like, okay. I can deal with these people being shitty. They're fucking high school kids. Yeah. But then I watch something about Mary and I'm like, this not great. This doesn't Uh, age well because I struggle with this. When the, when they're, I, I understand you struggle with it, but I think I'm more likely to, in my head say those high schoolers doing shitty things can still become normal people. They can change right and become better people. I am a hundred percent with you when we're talking about there's something about Mary. I think in the context of this movie and that relationship dynamic, the bet, the bet. No, it's not. It's not really about the bet. It's about the relationship with Coughlin. Right. And, and that though he doesn't want to acknowledge it, that man still has power over him. Mm -hmm. That's what's Mm -hmm. happening there. And that's an interesting idea that it's a power play. I yeah. feel like they this movie would have been really interesting in like the pre-production to me because I think there's there were probably like a lot of ideas here of oh we can do this and we can do this and we can do this and Tom Cruise probably comes in and he's coming off of color of money and he's like, oh, oh I'm going to play this character and I could be like this. And actually, they really tried desperately to get Paul Newman to play Coglin. And I think maybe they would have been able to focus like on these ideas more, but this screams to me a movie where everybody involved is throwing in ideas. I want my character to do this because I think this is one of the worst edited movies I've seen in a really long time. There are clear like reshoots where Tom Cruise's hair is so <laughs> yeah, his much. Hair. Yeah. So she was like, much what's longer. happened to his hair now? I was like, yeah, his is, hair was changing be- every 10 yes. seconds. I'm like, this is somebody yeah. is sitting here. Like this is one of those things where they bring in like a top notch editor. And it's like, this thing's a train wreck. Just give us something that we can put out there. We'll throw Tom Cruise on the poster. And it was the number one movie in America for a couple of weeks. We just got to make our money. And that song, the song was huge. Kokomo was huge. Well, here's a question for you. Since you brought it up. Yeah. Is Kokomo a good song? It's not even close to a good Beach Boys song. No, No. but. I agree. It's, it's a good Muppet song. Yeah, it is a good Muppet it, song. It's Do not you a like bad it? It song. I, I will, no, 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 no. Like, I'm gonna listen. No, to I will not listen to it. It's not my jam. But I think, as far as like, I don't know that error. I think it probably it's probably it's fine. 
listen i mean it did it did the things it did the things that people wanted but again like i don't i don't like most of popular music at the time it's popular you know i'll tell you what i i'll tell you what i like the kokomo video you got stamos on the bongos stamos on the beach boys i forgot was he on the tour you said he was i don't know he was on that tour he was Oh, Stamos on the Bongos. Stamos live. Oh, you inter- I, I would argue so that sexy. this movie is very much like the bodyguard where the vid- music video for the lead song might be the best thing. So about easy. The easy now. So sexy, so sexy John best. Stamos. <laughs> Stamos oh, did you see this week that Dave Collier is talking about uh, realizing that you ought to know is about yes. him? <laughs> <laughs> he's like 30 years too late hilarious. to this conversation. No, All right. talking about. Um, I just went into well, our kitchen. The gap? mice have taken over. We <laughs> they were up in the in the stove, Jim. They were up under what the burners. We, we have, have a mouse situation. We have a mouse oh, situation. I know all about that. Yeah. Uh, well, in Sorry. that apartment just, he I've was living in. It, it disrupted <laughs> my... my well, buzz. I'll tell you what. I'm like that guy that, from uh, Suicide Squad. That girl. Um, oh, yeah, I wish I was that girl. She's cool. She's cool. The let's all just talk about th- where this movie goes at the end. The final oh. third. Be- before you do, can I say one more <laughs> yes, thing? Yes, one Jamaica? more thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, please uh, do. And Kat pointed it out. <laughs> so nothing against Elizabeth Shue, but she meets Tom Cruise, and then she's basically spending every single day with him. But she was definitely like with, with her friends. friends. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Listen, that just, is late. It's late 80s Tom Cruise. Come on. Look, I at get that. it. But oh. She just like fucks off with with Tom Cruise for like her entire vacation. 100 percent. That also felt very realistic to me. Um, Katie, just, would a girl do that? You think is that yes. realistic? 100 percent. Yes. Um, I also I said to Jim, I was like, how much, how much time has passed? Because it's supposed to be like not spring break, but you, like you're imagining them as like twenty yeah. something. A week would be right. appropriate, but a she, week. But we find out later it, she's loaded. It, so. They make yeah, it feel that's yeah. true. So it could have been a longer period of time. Yeah. But, but I actually enjoyed that thing. because I thought yeah. like those early twenties relationships. I don't know about y'all, but before I met this person, you know. You would have you those like you, you met those, him when like, you were twenty. Those yeah. moments where it was like <laughs> to be clear, this this yes. is this is yeah. everything, and it felt really it intense, and it was like forty eight hours. Yeah, <laughs> and then yeah. you never actually, saw the person again. Wait, do you know what I gotta say? <laughs> I actually thought that part of like the Caribbean part of the movie is maybe the like in just terms of coherent. Yeah, ideas. It makes maybe sense. the most maybe the most coherent part of the movie. College yeah, lady passing over, out on the like, beach. Oh, we're we're wrapping up here, and it was like, oh, there's like hours. Left. <laughs> <laughs> we got a lot. We got like four, we got like four relationships. <laughs> we have a yes. we have a pregnancy. I mean, we have a, we have yeah, pouring brutal, food on someone's brutal, head. We have a suicide. Yeah. We have the a failed business party. We have artwork being thrown on the floor. Yeah. Oh, that fight. Get me some carrot juice. Coglin's so. wife's outfits. Oh, the uh, thong. Kelly Lynch. Oh, man. I mean, and she's a, got a body for days. Yes. No and one else time, can wear that, that. But like now that bathing suit is like just a bathing suit people wear. Yes. And at that time, <laughs> I saw the like, lifeguard wearing it at the swim club today. Yeah, that was like maybe maybe you would see that in the, in the Sports Illustrated like swimsuit. Yeah. yeah. No. I mean, who's looking at Tom Cruise in that scene? Not, Nobody, not a man. single person. Nobody. None of the women are either. Kelly Lynch went on this real quick. to uh, Roadhouse. 
which was fabulous. Yes, That's she a good did. One. Yes, she did. Tim, if you and I went to Jamaica, I like say, to imagine this. Our first day there, you yeah, get Tim so gets dreadlocks first day. <laughs> <laughs> you get. To be clear, Tim shaves his head. He has a full head of hair. That's like a bitch. <laughs> Tim, it, it is rude, actually. Tim, As somebody who's no hair, it's very, very offensive. And you get so drunk that I have to go with you to a hospital in a foreign country. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be so fucking pissed at you. I'm not going to be around you the rest of the trip. But you know I better find. I'm gonna, you, I'm gonna go hook up with the bartender. That's what exactly? Okay, what if you yes, meet a bartender exactly who is basically like a supermodel? Oh yeah, because of Tim's drunkenness. Did any of you ever have like a vacation romance where you like had a hot few days with the closest someone? I got would be um, when I was young. Oh yeah, was, and we went. Oh, I uh, Niagara Falls. Fourteen. Probably too old. I want, I want to honestly, picture you as fourteen for the story I'm about to tell. Twenty nine. We would go to. Rome. It was four months ago. We would go to Rome with my wife. Summer, and um, this dog let this me one, pet her. This one summer, uh, uh, there's a place in Rome called Funland, and one of the Funland employees I uh, thought was very cute. Yeah. And uh, so that summer, for those two weeks, I went to Funland every day and uh, did not talk to her. <laughs> that, was, yep. that was the news yeah. I got. Yeah. All right. I'm All right. Living the not dream, cool baby. Guy. Just yep. living that dream. Yeah. yeah. When, I, when I was 16, my buddy, uh, Chris, won't say his last name. Uh-oh. We, we were down the shore and uh, just late night, we were like throwing a Frisbee in the street. Late night meaning like probably like 11 p.m. <laughs> And nice. like at, at that time in Ocean City, New Jersey, no one's fucking driving in the street. No like, one. No one. Even in even peak summer season. So we're just throwing this Frisbee and these like two chicks from their balcony just like yell out to us. And we're like, hey, what's up? And they like came down and talked to us. And then we just like walked down to the beach. And next thing you know, we kind of like paired off and love it. Yes, made out the Timmy. entire night and like oh yes. my god this yes. is it wasn't that it is. wasn't like i was smitten i think the way that uh-huh. katie's describing but uh-huh. it was pretty fun i All mean right. it was exciting because it was like wow you, this came out of you nowhere I like it. Yes. I like it. Yeah, well done. i need to see these frisbee skills because they Only were dreams. apparently yes. on point <laughs> throw that disc my friend <laughs> yeah. throw that disc you know of course katie has the yeah story. go ahead uh, of course she does it so doesn't between the ages Please, of 18 and 19 i really leaned into the vacation romance um so senior <laughs> week from high school was the amish kid who was on uh, his like rumple rum- what's it called rumple 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 he was on rumple mints. <laughs> that'll do it ocean city maryland sharing a oh, sleeping man. bag with amish oh, guy see, i wish oh i remembered God. his senior name he was very attractive he was man. very hot for an amish young man he's got a body He's been building fucking barns. Every oh day. my god! He's literally Rocky in Rocky Four. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lifting yeah. lumber. Yeah. Oh my day. gosh! You can Every tell. week we learn something yeah. new. Every <laughs> then uh, roll forward to the next summer. I lived at the beach for the summer. Which yeah, I remember. I mean, if you, you think bartenders are getting the, a lot of uh, action, yeah. you sell some dream. hermit crabs to tourists. Forget Ooh. about it. <laughs> <laughs> Working at the tourist shop, selling hermit crabs. What was the name of the shop? The oh Jesus, I lost Calista. it. The Calypso. The Calypso. Calypso. Very good. Yeah. yeah. So that vacation romance was with the downstairs neighbor. 
you and I you think. had a whole house at I that. I don't remember any of these people's names. You had a whole we had a whole condo. We had yeah, a whole yeah, a whole yeah, condo a, in Stone Harbor. Yeah. It was wonderful. And That's then at the end of that the summer, I went to London for a little okay. vacay and I had a little London a little London shenanigan. It was it was great. Is that why and then, you're then, so like, after all that, when Jim goes to London? That's why I'm worried when Jim goes to London. Because I know what happens in London. Run into the guy and beat his ass. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fight. He's not a fighter. He's very peaceful. He's, no. he's a lover. Except dudes from Hoboken. <laughs> That's true. Hoboken. That is true. If you're from Hoboken, you better watch out. Jim, yeah. Jim will fight yeah. you if you're from Hoboken. Yeah, I love a vo- I, I love a vacation romance. I mean, I, I haven't had one since 19. Mexico. I was trying to talk about the oh, end of the movie. Jim is actually yeah, also a vacation this is romance. Better than the end of the movie, actually. <laughs> better story. Sorry. <laughs> we uh, we drove to Mexico and yeah. yes. came back. So that was it. We were done. Yeah, like you, do, like, like you do. Like you do. You drive, just drive, to, Mexico, drive to Mexico. Drive to Mexico. Fall in love. And most people don't want to go that way. Yeah. Don't worry. That was this was before the wall was finished. Mike. Yeah, that's true. Before yeah. the wall. It's actually no. easier now that the wall is finished. <laughs> <laughs> they made a ramp. <laughs> yeah, right there. Uh, uh, Jim uh, loved Katie before they even went. Mexico. That's true. true That's true. true story. Yeah. That is Just true. The, story. the vacation sealed the deal. That's it. I, uh, I yeah. love a vacation and romance very, story. <laughs> very good to start it on a vacation because <laughs> what if you don't vacation together right? You know. Yeah. I mean? That's right. That That's could be. Yeah, we need to see how do, how do we travel together? Yeah. Encounter how do we obstacles. Drive to Mexico? What a stress test. That's Let's right. Drive a car. Eight hours in a station. It was a group of people from school. Yeah. Touching each other under blankets. Hello. You do. Okay. Okay. The good stuff. That's where we need to just. That shit starts popping off. It's like. Just oh. remember, our kids will listen to these. They will. These are little someday. time capsules. These are little Hi, time kids. capsules. Thanks for what listening. What a blessing. Never I stay with him. Uh, I just I want to say great. to my kids listen to Uncle Mike's advice from the beginning of this episode. <laughs> I'm a good Don't guy. trust I'm older people. Find, like they know find your Crash about. Davis, not your Coughlin. <laughs> yes. That's yes. right. Yes. Don't That's right. a blessing for your kids. I hope they enjoy it. I have like a uh, I have like a journal from my grandfather that is like mostly just like tire pressure readings from his fucking <laughs> Winnebago with some entries That's about amazing. their trip. But it's just like having that. It's oh just God. like that's a so wonderful cool. thing. No, but you seriously, I mean? like Mike, I really did. I had this thought a few months ago of like, you know, like how are you going to be remembered? I was like, oh wow, we are in a world where like this, this will be our legacy, right? Like we or will be like for our, one person or two, maybe. I but I mean, like no, no, no. And, and no I mean, like for our children. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Like, right. We're like this they'll be able legacy. to be like, oh, that's what our parents were like when they were not old and crotchety. Yeah. Right, but they were old and crotchety because I grade everything in D. Every movie in this D. To be fair, Jim, this is the same grade Jim gave in Kanto. That's right. And Kanto is overrated because I keep records of Jim's. It's got great songs, but it's a shitty movie. Didn't mean to send Jim down in Encanto. Yeah, we're not going to get him back now. Don't bring up Last Jedi, Tim. This will go on documentation of my life per week for like. Right? Years of my life. You it's know what I mean? It's true. No, it's, it's, it's kind it's of like, cool. I have never I met Adam, but I feel like I feel like I could speak to him. Right? That's like the that's beauty the, of podcast. Yeah, that's it's crazy. It's crazy. Part about well, can I can I say this? It's one of the beauty of uh 
Keenan's wedding as well because yeah. we all got together. We were all it was friends. like, but <laughs> it was like, but it was like it was you, one of those questions like, who would you want to have a drink with? It's these people you listen to every week, yeah. and then it was everybody was there. Yeah, yeah. well, because no, because it's so true. Because I was thinking about how like social media gives this false notion of like who people really are because you're just seeing this like 2D thing, right? Mm-hmm. It's like whatever. Here's this cute picture of us like taking a selfie, or but, it's kind of a montage of all their best moments. Yeah, but my like, Facebook is just who I am. <laughs> oh, you, Katie, if you are not friends with Mike on Facebook, I'm not. it needs to happen uh, immediately. Okay. I request we're, Katie for a reason. We're making okay? it. <laughs> a little nasty. <laughs> Mike, Mike like is, a, is a Facebook troll in all the best ways. <laughs> his, so his, his Twitter feed is yeah, Twitter day every day. Sometimes every day. I, I, I can't like yeah. the, what his comments fast. Is it his real name? Yes. He's not a fucking coward. <laughs> I gotta say this. There's very little that I would I, I pay I would pay for. I would pay for uh a like subscription to Mike just having Reddit discussions. <laughs> uh, <laughs> exploring that world. It's dark uh, over there. I don't amazing. There, though. You get all the stuff. You already have all the premium content that I oh my is God. it the one that says parody account? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! All right. Well, first of all, Kim, I, I I have to say this: you should watch this movie. Watch sure. this movie. Everybody, like I, it's like, enjoyable. There it, is it a really moment. Is. So I do want to. The one acting moment that I really love in this movie is when Tom Cruise, while trying to serve drinks, realizes that Coughlin is it has is kissing Gina Gershon. Yes. Yes, because he first looks over. Yes, she's there for him. And a guy says he wants a drink. And there is a moment where the brilliance of Tom Cruise acting. I'm like, that's what we need. I I know I'll catch shit for this, but fuck Mission Impossible. Please do a real fucking movie. Because well, he, he did. He was saying there was acting there. This yes, is when he, he was goes, Scorsese. He says, yeah. This is when he was he doing says, all that stuff. The way he responds to that customer, he's like, what? Yes. Like it is so emotional and so from the soul and yeah. relatable in that moment that like it, it's perfect. I don't, I don't even know another way to say it, but it's almost like he's not acting. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And I didn't even think of that, but our, we'll never see it. Right. He'll never not just do a fucking, you don't know. No, I, no, I, I would love I to think, see. Will he do a straight down the middle drama? Again I think he might. I think, I think, so. I, think mission, I think this mission impossible he's filming the second one of the two that's coming out is it for him for this. Even if he makes Mission Impossible, do something else also. Give us something else. Yeah. That'd be yeah. great. Maverick to was see. pretty impressive. I he was good in Maverick. Yet. He was, I, I would agree with Tim. I thought there was some, there were scenes in Maverick that made me think back to when he was doing like Color of Money, like that. Magnolia. There was Magnolia. No, but there were the like Magnolia. Guy. Yeah. Like there was actual acting. There, uh, everybody thinks you should. You can see it on Paramount Plus, uh, and just use my Paramount Plus account because everybody else. I got Thanks for saying Paramount Plus. Got to cancel my sub. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bye, guys. By the way, up. speaking of podcast, time just to email me and I'll. Uh, you need. My login you like need I give everybody else for that. If you. you've made Thank it this you. far into this, you need to listen to uh, Mike calls Timmy on Doom Thugs. It's in our plus. This guy at the end Mike of this calls this guy Timmy once a month and they mm. just shoot the shit and if you want to feel like you're in the room with just two people that you want to have a drink with 
and shoot the shit, mm. that's the podcast to listen to. That's yeah. how I always explain our podcast, and then I realize that like we don't really else do wants that. to hang out with us. No, no, no. It's, no. It's, no, it's fine. Uh, it's, it's just, just like us. That occasionally we can rope somebody No one else finds us, us. We're, amusing. We spend too much time talking about the movie and not enough talk, that time talking it. to it each other. That might just be that we're not as yeah. likable. But on Mike's... No, um, don't speak on, so negatively about yourself. I won't stand for it. Thank you, Michael. I have two questions. Number one, are 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 all humans welcome to add you as their friend on social media? Because I Here's enjoy I, yes. I enjoy that on your Facebook uh, profile <laughs> there is a Doom Thugs DIY for how to build a fire pit and effectively light a fire. I like that. Oh. I like that happening. That um, was we did that a long time ago. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, it looks like a lot of fun. I Katie can't wait to watch it. Spending her time going back. I'm just years yeah. Right now, I'm just scrolling. Facebook. I'm just now scrolling that cool, through. Now that, now now that, that I know that you exist I, on Facebook, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm just I gonna, truly was. Your merch? Now that I know, like now that I could explain, like my, uh, yeah. if you buy the ticket, take the ride. You're in. Oh my god! Look at the artwork. Uh, gonna, there's so much good stuff. I am I'm all very in. vulgar. I am all in. I've never shied away from that. Uh, no, question number two is just about your home environment. Um, Where what, is this going to go? Because there's so we we identified one large painting that is yes. fantastic, Elvis Costello. Well, yeah, which isn't even the in other the, guy uh, looks episode, like it really. could be Weird Al, but that I, who's is that? Tim, that's Tim Heidecker. Uh huh. This is by a uh, great artist called Sarah Reeds. She's also kind of my friend because we're both I'm, listeners of Tim Heidecker's Office Hours. This is a print I bought of hers off Etsy. Uh-huh. Sarah with an H Reeds art. Love it. And, uh, lots of great prints. And then over here is another print of my computer camera. No, out. I can see it. And it, can does it. it say can't can't say it says, fuckers. I'm, you it says, idiot I'm not fucker. Sorry, you idiot yep. fuckers. Yep. <laughs> Shit. Yes. And it's just a great print that I love. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. You need fabulous. to see this. It is a re- <laughs> it is go on too much. It's so good. You got to go on Facebook. You know, I know this is a podcast and we get a, a, a marginal number of people. We have a lot of people who watch this on Facebook. This is Bread Press, B-R-E-D Press. Uh, and I saw this because Shara Sherman, Sarah Squirm uh, retweeted. And I said, I must have that. I bought it at 4 in the morning. I love it. I I'm love it. Sorry, you idiot fucker. Eat it's, shit. It's so <laughs> um, good. Jim and Katie and t- Tim and Mike, feel free to chime in on this. If you've seen all these movies, King of the Hill, bottom of the barrel. No, 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 no. Not better than. No, Thorac no, no. no. We're, this is, this this is, is beautiful worse. in the middle movie. This is you're you're okay that you would watch this over Father of the Bride. Oh yeah. Oh yes. This yeah. is much more entertaining. Okay. Yes. Agreed. Agreed. Yes. Uh, all right. Quickly, time for a double feature. What are you pairing with cocktail? This was a tough one. I'm ready to go. I, got, right, I had so many ideas. I know. So maybe take one in case other people. God need damn it. Ideas. Yeah, you've got to pick so one. So we. Can't I, do I'm not gonna. Thing. I'm not gonna take Bull Durham because we already talked about that. Yeah. But as we started to talk about this, more movies started to pop into my head. And I'm really torn. Okay, pick two. Then I'm going to go with Interview with a Vampire. Oh, and the reason the reason the reason I'm going to go with that is because basically Tom Cruise is playing the Coughlin in that movie. He is. So he he is the mentor to Brad Pitt's. uh, I don't even Louis. I think is his is his name in that. And uh, what's Tom Cruise plays Lestat, which Mm -hmm. is an all time 
character. If you, if you've not seen that movie, I feel like I saw it too young and it's probably, there's probably a lot of depth to it that I did not give credit to at the yeah. time. Uh, Kirsten Dunst is incredible in that She's movie. And Tanio Banderas is fat. Yeah. Are you Slay saying everybody. that we should probably yeah we should rewatch this? Movie this. I think yeah. we should because you know it's another list, one Brian. too. It's another one where oh Mike wants to be on coming. it. Mike's, Mike's coming. coming because you know it's another one Tom where the, the casting like people I was like oh that doesn't work now where you're like detached like going back and look at yeah. it people would be a lot more receptive to what that movie. When was. are we getting our group tattoos? Either. Pop Thugs or Tom Cruise could go either way. <laughs> I gotta go. Maybe Pop Tom thugs. Cruise will come on Pop Thugs. Oh my gosh, it would be amazing. <sighs> what if it was just Tom Cruise screaming Pop Thugs and Pop like, Thugs? And That's that, it on a couch. That, yeah, he's standing he's on a couch. Pop standing thugs. on the Oprah couch. Pop Done. That's it. Mike. Mike. That's our how to get rich quick. Who are artists? Please get Tom Cruise jumping on Oprah's couch screaming Pop Done. Thugs. Done. Right. Um, Katie, what what do you got for this? I. I really enjoyed that was very well done yeah. James DeSanto that was the uh, first one I thought of I, know, I think good. that it was, was fabulous too. I was going a different approach from like I liked that this was like from the perspective of the bartender like inside the industry sort of a vibe so I'm going with chef with Jean, mm, John great. Favreau of love like oh, yeah, yeah, jumping into it. the uh, chef movie. perspective. I love yeah, I, I love that movie. I like chef a lot yeah but the for whatever reason the scene that sticks in my head <laughs> cornstarch on the balls no 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 oh. it's at the very end of a scene john leguizamo grabs like a big long piece of bread and he's like hey kid look at this and like holds it like his yeah. dick like it looks like john leguizamo was just fucking around and they were like keep it yeah well yeah. because i think part of it was just like the uh the obscenity the vulgarity of yeah. uh what happens in the kitchen john leguizamo fucking around could be a movie. time to make people laugh uh, it, bit, well and that's interesting because my other thought was waiting He's not and in that. That's Luis Guzman. That was going to no, be. No, I know so that. Yeah, but, waiting. Uh, but yes, go because two months waiting. Tim. That, that's yeah, my double waiting. Oh, yes. Yeah. yes waiting, Timmy. I think, is like the best depiction of any restaurant ever. Like, <laughs> yes. I mean, if, the if you worked at the oh, Fridays, the a fucking Hula Hands and Applebee's, whatever, any chain restaurant, watch waiting, yes. and you'll be like, yes. That, yes, Timmy. The magic wow. trick ah. that that movie pulls with that main character is pretty spectacular. On the level uh, of layer cake. Add it to the list, Brian. <laughs> add it to the list. The list is long and distinguished. The list is long. Like Johnson. <laughs> oh, the goat. Uh, not very long. Mike. Of, I'm going, uh, and I, I'm, geez, do you hear that? I'm reusing an answer that I used on one of your Facebook questions. Yes, and I'm please going, do, because you're the only one who follows us. Money. Okay. Yeah. Well, Mike, I have to tell you, you had posted about that and you had mm -hmm. watched it and you and I briefly talked about it and I re went and rewatched it again. What a movie. I love it. Every room in that movie is a room I want to be <laughs> oh, in. Oh my love God. It. It's so it's good. Like, it's like so my, it's like the things that I like about this movie, like I was saying, like the interior shut. of bars and stuff. Eyes Wide like, Shut's a good movie. I like, like it Jim more in that. Like Ugh. I just want to suck it all out and uh, I want to live in that movie. And it's similar <laughs> uh, in that, you know, young Tom Cruise, older thing, but he's a yeah. better guy. He doesn't, yeah. he's not just a, such uh, a, the acting in that with, movie is yeah. crazy. Paul, here's the thing. 
Watch every fucking Paul Newman oh, movie, so especially good. when he gets older. He is unbelievable. A treasure. A treasure. Watch the verdict right now. Those oh, eyes. I mean, so you could good. just take a swim in those Katie eyes. I go down that aisle and, and I look at the salad dressing and I just now. fucking stare so at the salad dressing. He's beautiful. Fucking those shelves. I'm just like, what's up, Paul? I wish you were here with us. Your sauce is delicious. More than ever. It's delicious. delicious sauce. I am going with one of my favorites from the 80s one mr michael j fox in secret of my success another movie about a young person going to new york to take on make some money make a little something of himself he's getting changed in the elevator he's in is that more of like a is is it like a a comedy it's 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 like a a comedy version of wall street right yeah he is a uh, directed by one mr herbert ross uh clear that up for me i have no fucking idea fabulous movie also (laughs) did footloose fair enough we can move on uh uh, go watch. I've never even heard of this. Timmy, go right. I'm on fire Mike, and I've had a lot to drink. Secret of my success. Uh, if you don't like it, I will refund your money for renting it. Okay. It Fair is enough. enjoyable. Good luck getting that money uh, out of him. Uh, <laughs> I will Venmo you once I get an account. All right. Time for five questions. Let's rock. That's the wrong one. That's I was on a streak. It, it didn't work. Actually, you're still okay with it. Well, I don't know if we even played the rundown of music earlier. I didn't. Katie just jumped right in. She was so excited. the internet? By the way, Clerks 3, what? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I love Kevin Smith, but it's time, buddy. Ooh. All right. Uh, time for five questions, Mike we'll and happens. Tim answering. Guys, thumbs up or thumbs down. There was some amazing music in this film. How did you feel about the reggae music? Are you a reggae music fan? I'm a big two thumbs down on reggae. Wow. wow. Miss me with that shit. Wow. Fuck off reggae music. Not a fan of Cool Runnings. I mean, I like the say? movie. Oh, not the soundtrack, though. So, no. Yeah, that's tough. I'm going to say thumbs up, and I'm going to say this. I think reggae is a genre that We've heard the worst. <laughs> like, yeah, in reggae, you think of the same you, five Bob Marley songs that are so on. So you don't and, really know it. And, yeah, oh, yeah, I feel like if, and I'm a lazy person that doesn't like to do the work. So if someone can make, like, I'm sure if someone made you a playlist of like these are the, the reggae, reggae songs, yeah. like, and it probably kicks ass. Uh, the only like non fucking, I'm exposing myself as a nerd here, but the only non basic ass bitch sorry for saying that uh reggae song i know is marcia griffith's cover of don't let me down by the beatles everyone put it on like like i that shit more i'm sure more of reggae is that and less of the shit i've heard a million times and dislike so that's why i'm gonna go thumbs up all right you can always do the love some bob Marley though where you like me turn your thumbs whatever way you want just right. make it up there's variations Dude, whatever yeah. you want there uh all right uh, here's a question for you two if you were someone's mentor all right would you be more crash davis or douglas Coglin? know your personality which one would you really be if you were honest right now so yeah like with the former bartending experience you know i immediately thought douglas Coglin, but no like I, I would definitely be crash Davis. Cause like also crash Davis is he's, he's good at what he does, 
but he's not the best. He's not major league quality. You know, like I was always good at bartending. I wasn't the greatest. I'm I'm good at my IT job. I'm not the fucking greatest. So broke the records for home runs and minors. True. He did do that. Asheville tourists. Just based on that, I, I would put myself more in the law. Bang Susan Sarandon on the table and spilled the yeah. fucking milk. Spilled the milk all the milk was everywhere. What? I still I still have nightmares <laughs> that milk. Who's cleaning it's the gonna milk smell up? in the morning, man. Smell? Smell? How sticky is that? Not worth it horrible. at that age. It's horrible. If, too, he saw that. Yeah. He's too old. He's too old to do that. I'm not cleaning this too old to do that. Out of here. Not sixteen. That's a twenty-three-year-old move. That is not a forty-year-old move. No, right. And if you're gonna, mom's not mopping that floor in the morning. Wake up super early, clean the kitchen, and then and leave. leave the note. You know what I mean? Yeah. Show a little class. Yes. Mike, who I'm are you? I'm gonna say I'm Doug Coughlin. I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> oh God. Uh, all right. Who was Crash Davis? Please. Everybody wants to be Crash Davis. Crash. Uh, look deep into my soul. Uh, Crash Davis. Jesus. <laughs> By the way, that whiskey now or the uh the cognac oh, it's is crazy, right? Is, How much is it? Is uh I'm at total wine you can get it for four thousand dollars. Wow. What a waste. Does it does it taste like having an orgasm? Right. Like is that like what's what the like what, what actually what? happens you go, when you, you drink go it? Buy it and let us know. Yep. I know you guys that, can't make it to my party. Episode. I mean, we could Saturday, like make a tuition payment for our children uh, or wow. buy a bottle. If of I, got the invite, I would just I let you squirt the hose right in my face. <laughs> you live too far away. Uh, here we go. Fill in the blank question. If you opened a bar, what would it be called? This this was a tough question because I don't oh, have like so a, hard. There's one answer. I don't have pop a catchy thugs. answer. Pop thugs. Obviously, pop thugs. Pop thugs is the only answer that's. I was just thinking something like after hours or after midnight because no, I would. It's not I as would good. F- Peach after midnight. Peach mid after dark. And then the, the 90210 dad could just sit at your bar and leer at people. Like in this. He had thing. to have a scene cut out. There were it so many be, random oh, men. Yeah. It could be drunk addled. That would that Drunk would work. Addled. I was thinking for after hours or after midnight because it would be similar to what appetites makes its bread and butter with which is like after 10 o'clock there's not a lot open especially there's not a lot open that serves food so mm. we would serve food but it wouldn't be like appetites is throwing cheesesteaks and rubens at people we would have like a slightly better menu you know but still just be a place that's open with food yeah. after 10 o'clock chicken nuggets you know? I am Nuggies. hungry as shit. I am Obviously, really we would have right those now. things Nuggies. too. Let's go to appetites right now, dude. <laughs> uh, here's the real question. I could be there. Mike, minutes. do you have a name for Let's us? Let's go. Yes. Um, I'm a big Bruce guy, Bruce Springsteen, for those not. Okay. Yes. My bar would be called The Well because Ooh. in glory yeah, days, yeah, yeah. they're going down to the well tonight. Mm-hmm. Real question Would Keenan be hired to DJ at your bar? Sure. Absolutely. If he gives me a songs that rip, Timmy. <laughs> okay. If not, I'm putting on my iPad on shuffle. I'm a huge Springsteen <laughs> fan as well. Good. The well is a great one. Here we go. Uh, favorite you. question. You're also uh, a sure boy. A couple of sure boys on the podcast right. here. Uh, That's right. Guys, that's how you know it's a good podcast. Well, that's hey, true. Kids, and we can speak true. like this, and it sounds yes, very it sounds, close. Exciting. It makes my mm. awful voice sound somewhat better. Not as good as Mike's or Timmy's. Stop it. Please. No, they, their voice, their voice actors. They are my voice actors. 
actor. No, no, I I totally accept what I sound like. That's not an issue. I like Timmy's. I'm. I'm, I like Mike's (laughs) constant um, affirmation of others. I really appreciate that. Do a calm, very supportive. What did you say to yourself? Are the most important. I would totally listen to you on the calm app. Yeah, do do thug calm. Calm app. Sponsor us. Get Mike Antonelli on there. Available. He's available. <laughs> Guys, if you, I'll take five thousand dollars yeah. now that I make for this <laughs> job, and I'll quit today. I feel like that's a little too high. I will quit today to take him whatever. Listen, I've said that's on the true. show free I've subscription this, to the comment. I will, I will read an ad for anything on the show for five dollars. I don't even oh, care what it is. Ads, I don't I care. I will cheap, read. But. I will buy very way cheaper than these live golfers are being bought for. I will re- I will read any ad you want me to. Oh my god. Uh, what Dianetics, is your favorite? Call them up. Yeah, Dianetics. Have you ever heard of Battlefield Earth? I suggest you read the novel. I've watched that movie film. way too many times. I'm like yeah. dialing up my inner Dude, you're, you that better, fucking movie. You better be careful. You're going to go uh, clear here. Yeah, Tim. you're going to want a space you're volcano be space alien inside your body. Yeah. Uh, guys, what's your favorite cocktail? If like you guys, what's your this- go-to? Uh, my go-to is just a Miller Lite, but yeah, my but favorite cocktail, cocktail yeah. yeah, like I think I've admitted it on this podcast or my own. It's a mojito. I fucking mm. love uh, a mojito. A rum boy. It's yeah. not even the rum. It's the mint. The mint, yeah. any, anything mint, I'm sold. So, oh, that's why you love brushing those teeth so much, Tim. <laughs> They are looking good, too. Look at those chompers. Yes, I have good Son teeth. of a bitch. Beautiful teeth, full head good of hair. hair voice. You're, you're ruining it for it. all of us. Killing the soul. Yeah, better things. watch out. Mike, I mean, what are you having? It's your ideal cocktail. I love my one of my, I'd say my hobbies <laughs> is going to a restaurant <laughs> and, uh, you know, picking something they have off their cocktail menu. You know, some they may, some like whatever they call it, signature cocktail or yes. something. Yeah. But if I was, if I had to drill down and and you know just say what's my favorite cocktail, I'd probably go with like. Uh, I mean, am I gonna say I okay? <laughs> a cocktail has to be liquor, right? Oh, this is getting real. I I like this. I uh, truly. I, I love, feel the vulnerability I here. I wouldn't restrict you to that, Mike. Can no, I, I say a michelada? No. We'll allow it. We'll yeah, allow it. Beer based yep. drink. It's yep. yeah, that's fine. It involves if, liquor. I yeah. love it. If it's available on a menu, which it's not anywhere. No, it's special. That's yell special. at me for ordering it and hate that I like it. What do you, who are me. these people? Tell us. Everyone in my life. Wait, what do you mean? I'll, I'll every anyone I meet, I'm like, yo, I drink, I like a michelada, and they're like, oh, what's that? And I'm like, well, people don't know, know what bloody, it is. You know what a Bloody Mary is, I'm right? Sad about like, those yeah. people. And I'm like, well, instead of vodka, it's beer. And they're like, beer mixed with tomato juice. I'm like, well, actually, it's clamato. And they're like, what's clamato? And they're like, oh, it's tomato and clam juice. And then they're mm-hmm. like, I was out 10 steps ago, but now I'm super out. And I'm, I'm like, just so throw, in. You, just I'm throw raw so egg in, in there and you're good to go. So yeah. if you haven't watched Hacks on HBO, it is totally worth watching. It's pretty amazing. But... <laughs> The tour manager in the second season. That's her drink of choice. That and you who, right? Yeah, it's uh, Lori <laughs> from Roseanne. <laughs> you missed her. You didn't realize how much you've missed her. Yeah. You have. 
Uh, I great. do also love a Bloody Mary. You know, what I, I mean? love a Bloody Mary. I would. I love a. <sighs> Thank you for reminding Bloody me, Mary. man. Uh, there listen. used to be a bar in Fairmount that had a Bloody Mary bar for. Oh, um, yes, Bishop's for Collar. Bishop's Collar Thank for you. brunch. Fabulous. Yeah. You can make your. They, you know, they just put it all out, and you yes. can put whatever the fuck. Yes. You want. All of the mm-hmm. shit. The bigger listen, you can Mike, build it, the better. Yeah. You're on vacation. Get yourself a uh, blood, big Bloody Mary. Five pieces put of bacon in there. Put on secret of my success. Just hell yeah. Clam just juice? Call, that sounds call like a perfect day. day. Live your best life. Uh, <laughs> finally, deep thoughts question. If you could add something to Coglin's laws, <laughs> what would it be? This was easy <laughs> for me. So th- this was actually a little difficult. Like my, my own would be if anybody, if you're a bartender and anybody orders any one of these drinks mentioned in this movie, you immediately card them. <laughs> that would be Tim Parker's fucking law. Um, but Love his, what, what he would say would be something like, you know, if a woman asks you for a light, she wants to fuck you. If a woman asks what your favorite drink is, she wants to fuck you. If a woman asks to buy you a shot, she wants to fuck you like uh, that. That's that's the gist yeah. I got with this. You guy. got him. You got him pretty got nailed. nailed. Mike. Coglin's law. <laughs> if you ever meet any, every, anyone that's 15 years older than you and has no friends or family <laughs> and is always talking about sleeping with random girls, steer clear. It's <laughs> good. I it's love good. it. Um, and that's five questions. Um, longest episode we've ever done. I've never. <laughs> Never, never play cards with a guy with a tattoo of a snake or a dagger. Yes. Interesting. Do you know what that's yeah. from, Brian? No. Oh, what is it? It's, uh, what is it? Teen Wolf. I know it. Yes, Teen, Teen Wolf. Wolf. Also, I forgot to say Michael that when J. you Fox. when we early on when we were describing Coughlin, it kind of reminds me of Matthew McConaughey in Days and Confused. Yes. Oh, very much. Yes. yes. Yeah, that's For fabulous. Sure. Yeah. Same, but, but the thing is, it's like, they casted wrong because McConaughey is so like cool. Retroactively. <laughs> yes. Right. Retroactively. You, it doesn't work. Older, think about this guy's it. just like, you're crazy. like the character is nasty. Yeah. yeah. But he's, he's just oozes it while this character was supposed to ooze confidence. But I don't think the actor was there in that sense. Yeah. So, cause the high five that, sorry to keep going back. The, the high five one time. Oh, it's so bad. The two dorks that it was like you can't think those people well, are cool. Ever. I mean, know who that should have been. Tom Cruise is a dork. Like One, we yes. know that, right? Like, yes. yeah. There's well, I no think it's even self. Who should like he's who should that have been? Who the two characters? No, Coglin. Who should have been? I don't. There's know. There's only one oh. right answer. Oh, oh, Sam Elliott. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Uh, Although he's a fuckface now, apparently. Like yes. Oh man. <laughs> All right, so this is what you have to do. You have to listen to Doom Thugs. You have to listen to Pop Battles. You got you a to friend, to Mike Antonelli. <laughs> you have to listen to Doom Thugs. In. Mike calls. Come on in. You, you have to listen. Get warm. <laughs> you have to listen to the Shit Show, a Shit's Creek podcast. And this is a, we even bring this up. There'll be a bonus. 25 minute or so episode of Tim's wife, Cat. Right, we're we're going to tack that right us. on. Uh, no, because it would be <laughs> no. five hours long. 
<laughs> it's going to be a whole separate episode so we can take a vacation. I've like never, drank, else is like it. I've never drank this on much on an episode. No, we keep, us, keep pouring. We were just going to, every time, it's only the second time, but every time the two of you on is one of my favorite the times. best time every time every is the time. best we gotta time. find Thanks. something i don't know I, we got i don't know what's me. next when what you guys are on but we'll have to find something i think we already it, we're gonna special. be it's gonna be interview with the vampire i can recommend this happen. the uh dogfish head sonic arcology because there's a lot of bottle gone, gone. yeah we've been drinking this uh pretty significantly we, tonight we've drank a lot That's of good. it after our original cocktails were done. i am ending this tomorrow morning's gonna be interesting i have somebody just been drinking red stripe nonstop, and i have to go to the bathroom like I've never had to go to the bathroom before. All right, uh, let's bring it, bring it on home. Let's go, Brian. We'll see you guys soon. Adios. Goodbye, Bye. commenters. Thanks. Bye. Thanks for getting drunk with us tonight. <laughs> I, I want to know all about this because I was shocked that I was right that this was a TGIF Fridays. TGIF like they, Fridays. They waited Brian. so long to do that Seinfeld insert. <laughs> Like yeah. it was a straight up Seinfeld <laughs> insert. I was like, I'm pretty sure those were the shirts people wore at TGIF Fridays when we were kids. You're going to have to stop saying TGIF Fridays because it's going to drive <laughs> me nuts. I wasn't going to correct him. But <laughs> isn't that how it was? TGI that what the Fridays. Thank God oh, it's Friday. Friday. Yeah. I thought they said the F and then they also said Fridays no, in the script on the would be insane. <laughs> I know, but that's what <laughs> I thought. The Friday, Friday. Department of Redundancy. It's like I, going to the yeah. ER room. All right, yeah. so we're so we're we're on and we're recording, but yeah. we're thrilled to have right. Tim's wife, Cat, with us, who is a le legit bartender. Un as unlike said, Tim. unlike unlike <laughs> I mean, just kidding. <laughs> Tim. uh, Tim's in but, tech now. Uh, un unlike the the people in this film, uh, we want to know all about like the f the flair bartending. So wait, before we even get to that, was yeah. Fridays like known for this? Is that why? Yes. Okay, is yes. that why they picked it? I wonder. It must have been. Yeah. So, I mean, I started working for Fridays in 2007, I believe. So it was kind of as it was on its way out. Um, but, you know, back in the like the 80s and 90s, like Fridays was like the place to be. And they had like they were known for their their drinks and their their bartenders. And and yes, I wore flair. Yeah. <laughs> That's a thing. Yes. <laughs> What we, was your best piece of flair you had? So we we were able to decorate our shirts like however we wanted. So I had like a whole Penn State themed shirt. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay Do you know okay. there is a minimum to flair, but you can always feel free to add more <laughs> if, if you'd like. Did they ever tell anybody, manager ever tell you you could add no. more flair to your? No, no, they were they were not that serious about it. But we about we had that. whatever we had fun with it. TJ so, yeah. Fridays used to be known as like a singles bar, right? When it was like, it used to be like cool. Now yeah. it's just like a strip mall restaurant. <laughs> it's like, give me that Jack Daniels sauce that will give well, you, uh, <laughs> please. Well, there were like a min million copies of it, right? Oh my gosh. No, the Jack Daniels sauce. Like I still would go out of my way to go find the Jack Daniels sauce. Oh, now. Like that was the best. <laughs> it is really. Good. It was good. So, but that's, so that's actually believable then. Cause I, at one point I'm watching the movie and I'm like, is it believable that that's what a Fridays would look like in New York city in the eighties. And I guess the answer to that's yet. Cause I remember I, I grew up just outside New York city and there used to be 
constant and i don't think it was national but constant fridays commercials like mm-hmm. go to fridays go to fridays go to fridays and yeah and then when, by the time i was old enough to go to a fridays it did not look like that yeah <laughs> well i would say the only thing that i'm well the one thing i'm going to say is the one thing that's different from any other bar in any other club is everyone's patience as they're waiting for drinks to be made There's oh my no god way it was that impressive. is realistic at all mm, yeah. like Part of, you know, the flair bartending and everything is that you still got to be really quick and make yeah. a drink really yeah. quick. <laughs> so, yeah, because you're going to make you money. Can't, you can't yeah. stop and tell, tell a poem on the no. spot. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> no, I don't know what that was. Could you imagine uh, trying to do that like on, on a Friday night at like, you know, 1 a.m.? Just like what that would be like. You'd yeah. catch a bot, you'd get something <laughs> yeah. right in your face. Yeah. You. No. Shut up, nerd. <laughs> what was the what was the what was the training like for it? I mean, I gotta imagine that there's I mean, to even pull that off with glass, I mean, it's gotta be a yeah. lot of work put into that. So I I opened a new restaurant so we got corporate training which mm-hmm. was cool because then it, it was like very thorough um so uh i really learned learned a lot from that i mean say what you will about chain restaurants and all of that i, I was great training um but they didn't really train us in the beginning how to do the flare and, and flip and everything like that for me it actually came when we hired another bartender who had done that in vegas and and like uh-huh. he was incredible like absolutely incredible and i would just be like show me how you do that show me this show me that and i every lunch shift i worked where i was just bored and nothing to do i would just be practicing behind that bar and we actually had um practice flare bottles so oh, cool. it was like these like plastic bottles they were either the the 750 size or the big one liter size and they were like weighted the kind of the same way you would have an actual glass bottle with like a little bit of liquid in the bottom Mm -hmm. so i would always i would just be flipping that bottle around all day it does say here that the first restaurant opened in 1965 in new york so it was. Uh, I, I New swear York, they, yeah, New they York literally used to run commercials outside in the, like New York City all so the time. I guess it, it's like a random, almost product placement that actually r- fits the plot of the movie. <laughs> yeah, like it made sense. Like yeah, now yeah. people would watch it and be like, "Oh my god, why the hell would yeah, it's like, like Friday, bartenders yeah, be at Fridays?" Fridays? <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, the toughest drink you're getting there is, uh, you know, you're getting the uh, cheap, enormous Bud Light. That's what you go. Now you got to be like, give me a vat of Bud Light and just a jar of Jack Daniels sauce. That's all. I But you know what? Uh, Fridays, they had some legit good drinks. They really did. I mean, most of them were sugar bombs, but hell yeah. um, Yeah, they were. They were kind of they were fun to make. They were very pretty. We had cool glassware. So it was Fri- was Friday's the first place with bottomless apps because that's bottomless something apps. I could get behind. Like yeah, I mean, who can't get behind that? That's yeah. unlimited apps. Sign I me up. I feel like they started that after I left. So thank God uh, for that. <laughs> tough. <laughs> you missed out on that. One. Hey, here's my qu- cat. Here's my question. What do you think watching the movie? Mm-hmm. What did you think was the most realistic thing or something that they actually were okay with? And what do you think was like the great, like you were like, this would absolutely, this was ridiculous. All right. So for their 
basic flare skills, like, yeah, they're, they're doing stuff. They're flipping bottles, you know, that is, and they're not doing something so crazy that you, it would be unrealistic for just a, a bartender to do. Yeah. So that, you know, every single one of those tricks, basically, like I would be able to kind of just throw that into, into, you know, making a drink on a Friday, Saturday, and just like impress a few people. I think the most unrealistic uh, was the customer service. <laughs> like, <laughs> <it's> just, <laughs> that's just not, that's not good customer service. No, I'm, you don't think, you don't think it's a good idea that they're <laughs> pounding uh, liquor behind the bar and start tossing bottles well, at one another. Oh, I know. Do you can I'm do sure shots behind happens. the bars. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that has nothing they to do. They are boozing it up and throwing those bottles. I'm like, that is a recipe for disaster. <laughs> The, the no, I mean, shots behind the bar, that's whatever. But oh, yeah. As long as everyone else is, you know, getting their shots first. It was so funny because the first night he's there, like his his trial, I guess. Yeah. It's as you would expect, right? Everyone's screaming at him. The waitresses are screwing with him. His, his co-workers not really helping him at all. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, like the rest of the time we see them, they, they, no He's one gives a brilliant. shit on whether People they get a drink so or not. He is so handsome. The, the thing we did not see was the large amounts of cocaine being done in the Friday's <laughs> bathroom in the late eighties. That's why they were so, really? uh, yep. so amazed by the, they were just in a daze. Yeah. The only time on. I actually would have an, audience like that is when we had our competitions oh yeah what, so what what, yeah, like? yeah we need to talk yeah, about that. i want to hear about that yeah so it, it was it went like store level whoever won the store went to regionals onward and onward and i think there was like an, a national competition as well so it went all day and it was a lot of like you know uh, recipe tests, speed, accuracy, all that sort of stuff. But then at the end, there'd be like, you know, a, a flare competition. So uh, it would be a big to do. We would get it like a DJ and, and we would have judges and it, it was actually really fun. So, yeah, everyone would have to make their three drinks and show off and they would get judged and a winner would be announced. How cat, how long did it take? Like, so Jim's right. I thought that like one of the only like really interesting parts of this movie is that opening montage when he's learning. How long does it take in a job like that to start to feel like you can deal with like a crazy Saturday night or Friday night? I mean, that's it ever that does depends it ever on the come? person. That depends on the person. Like, you know, if you're thrive under pressure then it's fast then, then that that's for you but if you if you crumble then yeah that's not where you want to be and, and and luckily i you know i'm the i've been lucky enough in that i feel like i can i can handle it and so when things start getting crazy i'm kind of like okay this is kind of fun <laughs> yeah that's where you want to get to yeah. when you hire new bartenders do you just uh or are you do you just all right all right you're going to start with zero training on a the busiest night possible is that oh, normal no. for bars <laughs> yeah. no, like no that? not the, at uh, all john john yeah. taffer method here let's exactly. just throw stress you in test here. Stress just test. fucking yeah. destroy you as a person and then no i would one i would never hire a bartender without experience yeah. that is just not that's not going to be a thing <laughs> so i 
I promote, I'm more likely to promote servers before I, you know, hire a bartender with no experience right off the street. You think somebody with, you you think somebody with military training, like his character had, would have been a little bit more steady under uh, pressure. Yeah. It's a different type of pressure, I guess. (laughs) That's, but that storyline was dropped pretty quickly. So maybe they've, maybe they forgot by that point that he was in, was a vet. This, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I, well, can I ask a question, Cat? Mm-hmm. What is the worst thing to make? Like, what do you just sit there and be like? If somebody came in and was like, "I want this," and you're like, "Oh Jesus, why is what is this person doing?" So luckily, I don't have to deal with this anymore. My restaurant does not even have a blender, but any frozen drink with ice cream. Oh, ice cream! Oh, so like that, like mudslides and stuff like that. Ugh. And I didn't yeah. even mind. I didn't even mind the actual just like frozen drinks with like the ice and everything. That was fine. But scooping ice cream middle of a big shift. Uh-uh. Ugh. And then right. the one other thing I got, it was I will never forget. It was a strawberry berry mojito shaker. And it literally had 10 different ingredients in it. Oh. <laughs> and it took a solid two to three minutes to make this one drink. That's no good. That's too and many bottle touches. Like, yeah, like what? A, mm-hmm. what a, who came up with that for the menu? That's uh, I don't know, corporate. But then my dumbass bar manager decided to make that the five dollar drink of the night on a Saturday night, oh and <laughs> I, that is the only time I've gotten into a screaming match with one of my managers because I was like, "This is the dumbest thing in the world. What are you doing?" <laughs> So, yes, people will not wait two to three minutes for a drink (laughs) like that's So, again, going back to customer service in that movie, it was just that is the one thing I was like, nope, there's no way. There's no way all these people are this cool with him just like fucking around behind the bar. Right. He's, they're so charming. And the one guy is Australian. So, you know, yeah, oh, yeah, the, the, yeah there you go. The accent, can, because people in New York City are known for their patience, of course. Yes, yeah. clearly. Also impossible to get a job from what I've heard in New York City as a bar. Like, it's not just something you could stumble into. Bartenders in New York City do make a shit ton of money. It's a very coveted position from what I've heard on one podcast from one person. So, you know, it's true, but I'm just saying. (laughs) Let's make it true. Yeah. So. Well, I'd have to imagine. I mean, some of these places like where he's supposed to go in this movie that got he would be pulling down. Club Hell or whatever that is, yeah, whatever that place is, (laughs) because you got God knows what they're charging. Like that's one of those places, right? Where it's block looked terrible. The yuppie, the last yuppie poet or whatever, or the fuck. What the fuck was that? That That guy was from Picket Fences. Remember that show with Tom? There were so many random. We'll wait to talk about this. Get up, yeah. The the random character actors in this movie. Uh, you mean like I, we got to bring it up in uh, the the actual episode that the dad from nine hundred two one zero who's just yeah, sitting yeah. there le- leering at people at the bar drunk as shit. Where where was it? Jamaica? I don't even know where was Jamaica. Right? There was he was in. They Jamaica. never really say. And yeah, they said Jamaica. I think do they say exactly there. where it is? Yeah, I didn't know. It's if they Jamaica. Aileen was watching with me. She goes, "So is this supposed to be Kokomo?" <laughs> Kokomo's yeah. not a real place. Well, I know, yeah. but it was a movie. So that was her point. Yeah. Like, are we just supposed to think this is Kokomo here? Like, what, what's going on here? Amazing. And, uh, yeah. and I also, in a modern times, don't believe you go to the Caribbean to make a lot of money as a bartender. 
maybe I'm wrong about that, but all those in- that- all inclusive resorts, I don't think are paying their staff yeah. very much money. Yeah. That- are, are you allowed? Yeah. Yeah. And are you allowed to bring back huge piles of cash on like, back into the country? Yeah, I feel like, like claiming you have to claim like claim that somehow, some way. Yeah. What's in that duffel bag, sir? Nothing. It's my cash. I made in Jamaica. Uh, idiot. But it's I'm not, I'm not claiming any of it though. <laughs> yeah, that that'd be a good subplot. His his plan gets destroyed <laughs> after one season because he doesn't realize. <laughs> I don't know what Katie's doing, but oh, that's awesome. So, Kat, what would you grade it? What would you give cocktail as a grade if you had to grade it? Mm, I'd say <laughs> a C. It's just oh. it's just average. Yeah. And you I said would, this was your first time watching it? It was. And I actually came in about halfway through the movie. So I came in just. Oh, yeah. Tammy did that too. And she said, this yeah. sucks. <laughs> well, okay. So not halfway through the movie, but I missed the very beginning. That's all right. There was about That's four fun. plots before the movie, the actual movie itself starts. And they yeah, never picked I up any of the I other miss much. Yeah. I thought it was almost over and it wasn't even halfway over. At, at the same point. time, you missed nothing at all. And then you missed <laughs> yeah. everything. You missed yes. everything and nothing. Yes. You never have can't they packed, explain it, never, but it never happened. have they packed so many different story ideas in an hour and 44 minute film. Yeah. But That's you know, with so- credits, by the way. <laughs> and I was thinking about this because when I first started doing like the flare at Fridays and people would be like, wait, what are you talking about? And I'd be like, oh, like the movie cocktail. Like I knew of the movie. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But oh, since then, I feel like that's just not a reference anymore. Because <laughs> oh, now because, no. you know, now now I'm a, a, a GM, so I'm not behind the bar. I'm not doing any set sort of stuff. So when I tell my staff like, oh, yeah, I used to like flip bottles behind the bar. They're like, wait, what are you talking about? And well, then now you got to just you should have a corporate. Uh, you should have an event for your staff. Be like, we're we're going to screen cocktail, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. This is what's going to. There is there is a video of me on Facebook during Whoa. one of the competitions. So okay. I, we, pull- we got to put a link to we got to get Tim to send us the link for that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we got to see that. So, yeah. So there there's video uh, evidence out there of me actually doing all of that. <laughs> Do you have to make the the Do you have to make the potato skins at the same time? Oh yeah, no. (laughs) That was like, wasn't that Friday's thing? Like they were the the first ones. Yeah, yeah. I even think they sell frozen now. No, I think they're definitely frozen now. That's will go without saying. Oh, it was it was a very large freezer. They had the uh, (laughs) the um the rectangular mozzarella stick. Yes, they Mike. Great call. They did. I could eat a thousand of those. Yeah, what was going on in the competitions? I, that like intrigues me. Like, how big was it? Just a blast? Like, did everybody was everybody into it? Like, yeah, yeah, no, really. So, um, my store was a little bit of a smaller store, so um, it was about like half the size of your your typical Fridays. So, but it wasn't the huge turnout that maybe other bars had, but it was still fun. People were really into it. We had a good time. We just had fun with it, and then. I think I can't remember if it was one or two years in a row that I then went on to regionals. Okay. So that's even kind of a bigger to do. And then one year I actually went on to divisionals up in long Island. Shit. (laughs) So I got my 
ass kick there because those were like <laughs> legit people <laughs> doing all of that. But that was like, that was crazy. That was like, uh, like a big to do. And, 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 you know, we were put up in a nice hotel and all taken out to dinner. It was like over the course of multiple days. Oh man. And this is, Fridays was doing it right back in the day. Yeah, yeah. They were. They were. I wish they would bring it back. If they were doing stuff like that, I think I'd go to a Fridays. Yeah. I don't even know where a Fridays is anymore, but yeah. We actually <laughs> still have a Fridays up here. Are they are are they very limited now? Are they Yeah, I know the so the one that I helped open is already closed. That's gone. Mm-hmm. Um I think maybe there's one still in Delaware, but yeah, I think the one on 202 still holding yeah. strong. Yeah. yeah, there's there's one up here that's still open. Which one did you help open? Uh, not to dox you or anything. No, no, uh, Chad Ford. Okay, painters cro- the painters crossing. Yes, I've been there. Yeah, yeah the, the famous the, the city line, Mm-mm. the city line one it will be there forever. <laughs> Alan <laughs> Iverson will buy it. He will he will own it if he yeah. if he ever hears it's going to close. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. I've heard such stories about City Line. Oh, I, I used to we used to go there all there. the time in high school. It just it just Did had, you ever see AI there? No. No, I've never been. But it just it just had a reputation of just being crazy. Yeah, because yeah, you would we would go there at like, you know, midnight and it would be absolutely packed. Like the bar packed, every table packed, like people every yeah. table still eating like a full dinner at like midnight. <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy it was a crazy place i never saw anything like insane go down but it was like just busy all the time yeah pretty sure i got robbed a couple times too <laughs> i think i think i heard that probably a friday is an example of a place that overextended itself in terms of franchises probably i mean there was <sighs> one one everywhere i remember we would run out of stuff and be like, Oh, call this store, call this store, call this store. There was oh like, God. <laughs> you just different... swap them between. Yeah. <laughs> Easy. Well, I'm, I'm happy to know that that was, there was something realistic in this movie. Cause I really was like, I can't believe Fridays looks like that. Mm-hmm. Like that, but that was a choice that was legit. Yeah. This was actually based on a, a real bartender's book. Oh really? Yeah, yeah he be... wrote the screenplay. Yeah, huh. like in he was the not happy and... with the movie, from what I read. But even though he only he gets <laughs> he the Stephen sole... King, he gets the <laughs> he gets the sole writing credit. So you would think, you know, he wrote forty versions of the script. By the way, he should have been very happy in Hollywood. You get paid every version of the script, huh. so he should oh. have been he should have been he should have been loving this movie. Very nice. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right, Katie says she's coming. So okay, fabulous. Cat, thank you so much. Of course, it was awesome. Yeah, we got to get that. We got to get that video. I want to see the. I want to go down the rabbit hole of just Fridays flare competitions. (laughs) Yeah, all of us are in the same place. What is this? Keenan's wedding? No, (laughs) (laughs) no, he's not here. I'd like to see Keenan do some flare DJing start tossing some bottles as he's performing at the, uh, there you go. I'll, I'll, I'll teach him a few tricks. Yeah. If I I can remember, if I can remember any, I think Keenan could do it. I have faith in Keenan. I think he could pull off. It's all, it's all muscle memory. It's all just doing the same thing over and over. That's all it's, that's all it is. 
It's impressive. It legitimately does impress me, though, because you're like in a confined space. People Mm -hmm. want their drinks and you're pulling that off. That's true performance art. Yeah. So we wouldn't do it all the time. Every once in a while, I would just, you know, bust out a little something and show off. And yeah, because in this movie, they have you believe that they're doing it the entire shift. Yeah, no. Yeah, if you have two guys just doing that in a bar, that's not a thing. In a bar of like six hundred people, there's like ten people get drinks. Yeah, ten drinks were served tonight. Yeah, ten drinks were served. Eight bottles broken. Some things definitely stick with me. Like, um, still, if I pick up a mixing tin or a bar glass, I still just do a little half spin my hand. That's just how I pick it up now. It's just like, yeah, love it. I, that, you would have been a badass cowboy. Changed. That's like, <laughs> love it. 